thrills, exciting and new, hike along, we're expecting you, the trail show, soon we'll be making another one, the trail show, promises something for everyone. You're tuned to The Trail Show. Get on the trail! Long-time listener, first-time caller. Arriba, 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 tota! It's The Trail Show. Bam! Ah! Featuring Lawton Disco Grinter. Never slap a man who's chewing tobacco. Felicia P.O.D. Hermosillo. I'm against historical trash. Mike Dilo DiLorenzo. Embrace the brutality. Daniel Out of Order Alvarez. What's up, Trail Show? And now broadcasting live from Boulder, Colorado, it's the Trail Show. Coming to you live from the Bobby Stanton Studio in various historic Colorado and Arizona beer districts, this is the Trail Show. The Trail Show is the longest-running monthly hiking podcast on the planet and has been downloaded over one million times all over the globe in over the last 10 years. That's right, folks. It is our 10-year anniversary, and we are still on the air, on demand, and heard worldwide on all your favorite apps and at thetrailshow.com. Dilo wants us to mention that in case you haven't already noticed... Our entire back catalog of episodes is now available going back to episode one on all your favorite podcatchers. Although you shouldn't listen to episodes one through three, but we know you won't because no one listens to the trail show. We welcome you all tonight to this special 10 year anniversary episode. That's right, folks. 120 months ago on May 3rd, 2012. We recorded the very first episode of the Trail Show Podcast. We're going to take you on a trip down memory lane, but we're also going to give you what you've come to expect, beers, trails, and nonsense. We've got a very special guest for tonight's Trail of the Month, featuring a newly minted route somewhere in the hinterlands of California. Before we get to that, P.O.D., can you tell us what's on the menu tonight? We have some great trail news. We've got boatloads of hotline calls we've got some audio clips uh we got some donors we got some beer and who knows what else fantastic i know one thing we've got and that's mike de lorenzo's beer of the month Dilo, take it away tonight's beer of the month is a 13 dollar, normally 26 dollar bottle of rose wine from I'm not really sure where, and oh it tastes quite crisp oh and clear no. tonight. It's a oh quaffable rose with very little bitterness, zero oak. If I had to guess, I'd say it was probably aged in stainless steel barrels. Just delicious, really highly recommended. I think you should all go get some. I think you need to stop skimming off the top of your wife's book club. 
<laughs> I am the supplier for my wife's book club. Oh, I will okay. have you know. Oh okay. boy, Dilo. Such oh, a disrespect. Speak, uh, yes. And I would like to actually bring up a very important point that 10 years in, I think it's time we had a little bit of change. And uh -oh. maybe that change should be that the trail show brings you wine, beer, wine, nonsense, and trails. No, no wine, never. Nonsense, never happened, man. Less gear, more wine? Less yep. gear, more wine. Now, we're actually going to delete the part out where you said you were drinking rosé. I mean, Triple so, O did do it. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone, D-Lo. Ian Trip opening a bottle of rosé. I did. Gone. Yeah. I did. Yeah. But that's more of a tense thing. All right. I'll, I'll come clean. I am not the biggest rosé fan. I prefer a, prefer a pure white or a pure red. But rosés are quite, quite nice in this kind of in-between time of the year. where today it is 85 degrees and tomorrow it will be 35 degrees. <laughs> a rosé is a very apropos wine for just such a time. I've got a crushed raspberry sour from 10 Barrel Brewing Company in Bend, Oregon. Ooh. It's nice and refreshing as the temperature currently is in the hundreds around here. <laughs> oh, triple O. And it is not it is not going down to 35 tomorrow. It'll be 105. Oh, bruh. I am having a cayenne cleanse kombucha tonight because I'm now on steroids and I'm not allowed to drink any alcohol. Oh, that's such a so bummer. unlike last month when I was drinking out of a bottle of tequila and having a great time tonight i'll be drinking kombucha wow, but i'm that's... going off the steroids soon and i'll be back i noticed you looked a little jacked up there oh i'm huge. Steroids. huge i thought maybe it was like hgh or something but it turns out it was steroids instead of winter manatee i'm like winter rhinoceros <laughs> all right folks Rah! i've got the insane rush india pale ale for bootstrap brewing company which says out of longmont colorado Correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought they used to be out of Eagle. Colorado. I think no, no, you're thinking of what am I thinking uh, of, Dilo? You are thinking of a brewery that is no more because the one of the owners passed away. I was just talking oh. to somebody about this this week. Um, that was Bonfire Brewery. Yeah, that that's what I was Eagle, thinking but of. Bonfire is no more. What you're drinking there is the bootstrap. That's actually from Niwak, Colorado, which is Niwak. not in Longmont, but it has a Longmont address. Here's what I'll say about Bootstrap. They have the best mixed 12 pack out there because most mixed 12 packs, you get either four different types of beers, three of each, or you get three different types of beers, four of each. But what Bootstrap does, they have six different types of beers, two each. I like that because if you, I mean, if you really want to sample a brewery's beers, you need to try six. Okay. I yeah. mean, I'm bravo just, to them. You know, Good for, yeah, and it's all of their offerings have been quite delicious. Uh, this isn't my first rodeo with the Bootstrap Mixed 12 sampler. Their India Rush or Insane Rush IPA is quite delicious. Nice. What we need now is the Holy Grail, which is a six pack of six different beers. Mm. Well, or, or a 12 pack of 12 different beers. Or right? a 12 pack, yeah, one different, like no or a case, doubles. A case a of case. 24 different beers. My local grocery store sells six packs of six beers. 
Well, hmm. but those are ones that you pick yourself. Yeah, but you have to pick yourself. He's saying, yeah. he's saying I don't like, want to go through that. Yeah, I don't want to pick it. Got to be bold enough to put out a six pack of the six different beers. Shomer Shabbos. I don't lift beer. I don't pick beer. I don't put together mixed twelve packs, mixed six packs, <laughs> and I sure as shit don't roll on Shabbos. Anybody know what movie that quote? Doesn't know what. Okay, very good. Was that um, from Bambi? Bambi Lebowski. Pulp Fiction. <laughs> Star Wars. Pod. Do you have some news <laughs> for us this evening? I do. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight we have trail news. Here it is. I actually have five news items, if you can believe it. Ooh. Bah, and bah, I, didn't bah, even, bah. I didn't even have to make any of them up. I don't know. Okay. Number one, the Santa Fe and Carson National Forests have closed the public as of May 19th, as of the recording of the show, as the largest wildfire in state history continues to grow across northern New Mexico. So this includes Mount Taylor, Mountain Air, and most of the Sandias, but I did see that there were going to be parts of the Sandias that were going to be open. Um, there, there's definitely some parts of different places are going to be open and I'm not going to get into that minutia because that's boring, but if you're trying to go down there, you should get into it. Um, definitely affect the CDT. Um, and you can go to the CDT's website, continentaldividetrail.org, um, and find the information there. Northbound so, through hikes have mm -hmm. been canceled. Man, it's grim. Canceled. Uh, yeah. How's the PCT faring so far? People I haven't heard anything about okay. the PCT yet. No, no fires, no fires in California yet. They, they're still getting snow out there. Knock yeah. on wood, Dilo. Yeah. Knock yeah. on wood, man. I said yeah. All right. The Pacific Skyline Council announced J Justin Quali Knowles as the distinguished slash outstanding citizen of the year. Let's all yeah. give let's all give quality a golf clap. A golf clap. Uh, I, I looked at the uh, the little announcement. It says Justin has a lifelong commitment to the scouts and getting youth outdoors. Scouting is a family activity. Justin serves as the Cub Master of Pack 58 in Hillsborough, California, and is a three palm Eagle Scout. His wife, Jessica, is a Pack 58 den leader. His boys are Arrow of Light and Wolf Cub Scouts, and he supports Pacific Skyline Council camping programs and manages the Pack Sky Instagram account. Mm. I don't know what any of that means, but it sounds impressive. He does, does a lot for the boys. Yeah. That's what it says. He was on uh, episode 115 featuring the Tahoe Rim Trail not too long ago. Yeah, back in February. It was outstanding, some people might say. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to skip down. Um, over half of the wells have run dry in Pine and Strawberry, Arizona, which are Arizona trail towns. Ugh. Like Oof. the entire water for the those towns. So Yeah, I saw I saw something on YouTube about that. And I did that was going on in March when I I was actually in Pine in March, but I I had no idea. But I imagine it's not gotten any better since March. Yeah, it's been but, a situation. But but you know, fighting climate change is so expensive. It's true. <laughs> and as long as we keep those fountains going in Las Vegas, we're all good. How dare you? <laughs> so yeah, <clears throat> another item: Clay Jacobson's band Lame Wolf will be playing at the Dirty Shame on Saturday, June 11th. So you're down in the 
Boise area, head on out to the Dirty Shame. Ooh, I like that. Mm -hmm. I, uh, Sounds like trouble. Do a live, trouble. Live trail show out there at the Dirty Shame with Clay Jacobson. He could be, well, I'd say he could be our opening act, but it'd probably be the other way around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And our last item of the evening, which I will say that many people sent me, forwarded this story to me <laughs> um, after I had already seen it. But um, a woman in Washington state was going to the bathroom at a trailhead in a vault toilet and she dropped her cell phone in the toilet. And this was uh, Mount Walker. It was on April 19th. Um, anyway, she dropped her phone in, in the toilet and most of you would say, big deal, she probably walked away. Oh no, this woman disassembled the toilet housing and the pit toilet, like removed the bolts at the bottom, removed the toilet. Then she tried to use a dog leash to fish it out. And when that didn't work, she tried to use the dog leash to support herself while she went in head first to oh. her phone. Oh no. But she, the attempt failed and she slid into the toilet head first. And fortunately, oh. after 20 minutes inside the vault head first, she was able to find her phone to call 911. And then she waited for it's so gnarly. the fire crews to come. And so she was in that pit toilet like that. They had to pull her out. And it says, according to the fire department, the injured woman was washed down and given a Tyvek suit to wear, but she declined any further medical treatment and continued on her way. They should, wow. uh, they should take some blood from her because whatever her immune system is able to handle that. I mean, they, they, they could imagine? tell that. Ew, David. <sighs> like head first over your phone. Didn't we have Let a story? Let me tell you a story about my own life. <laughs> my dad and I were traveling out west and bought a pair of earrings for my mom. And my dad subsequently uh, yes. dropped them in an outhouse and tried to convince me to let him lower me in <laughs> to get them. <laughs> and I was like, I'll hold, maybe. <laughs> I'll hold your feet, son. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, it's not going to happen, dad. <laughs> How old were you? Man? I don't know. I was a little kid because I had to be able to fit into the hole. But uh, it did not happen. I instead said no. And then we got a fishing pole and ended up fishing the earrings back out of the outhouse. And my mom still has them to this day. Did, what, was your mom told about the... She was. Okay. She appreciates it even more. <laughs> She's that kind of, kind of lady. Wow. <laughs> Dilo, would you turn Mateo upside down over a pit toilet? No. No. No, I wouldn't hang my children over a toilet to retrieve my phone. I, I don't think I would drop my phone in a toilet. I don't know, like, because when I'm on the can and I'm reading things on my phone, it's usually like in front of me, you know? So I usually I don't, don't get my phone out in a pit toilet. Like, yeah, yeah, probably not a pit toilet. Kind of oh, no, gross. you know what? I have I have read the news when I'm on a camping trip and there's solid 4G and I'm in a pit toilet. I have, yeah. Kind of dude yeah. i that's brave man well here's I, what i'll tell you I but i'm like it's like it. i wouldn't go in after it. if i dropped no. it in, i wouldn't go in after it i'm like i'm like this man the phone's out here because i'm like grabbing paper and wiping and reading and things you know it's, <laughs> it's all it's, it's all happening the image. <laughs> the image. And 
I'm actually super paranoid about this thing happening. And as a result, anytime I go in a pit toilet, I make sure I've got my phone in a zip pocket that is zipped because mm. I use my phone for a lot of stuff on trails, photos, podcasts, yeah. navigation. Yeah. Like, I can't, I can't take any risks with that thing falling in a pit toilet. Cause I feel like we're I on the, leave it. are we on the verge? It. Is this, is this trail tip of the month? No, no, mm. no. Really? Maybe, maybe. Yeah. I, feel, I think it Not is. Not bad. It's, it could Three, be a supplemental. Two, tip. one. So the trail tip <laughs> is even if you love to look at your phone on a normal flush toilet and everywhere else in your life, the one time you should absolutely not look at your phone and stow it away securely, not just in a pocket, because you pull your pants down, that thing could slide right out of your pocket. All right. It's got to be either zipped or Velcroed or out of reach, wherever. It, do not get your smartphone anywhere near the hole of a pit toilet. That's my trail tip. Three, two, one. Is that it for trail news? That's it for trail news. And trail tip. And trail tip. Man, we're it's good. This is good. We're cranking through these things. We're going to get this 10th anniversary episode out to our listeners bright and early tomorrow. By the way, I got some really good mm. feedback from different people on our uh, last month's show, which was the Gonjarnival episode, yes. April 2022. People people enjoyed that uh, on transcontinental flights, even. Um, I heard directly okay so before we get into our trail of the month i want to do a quick a 10-year retrospective mm. on the trail show mm. and so my initial intention was this was like i'm gonna go back to episode one and i'm gonna just pull a bunch of great clips it's gonna be amazing but episode number and one i have to start at episode three yeah episode four <laughs> episode one wasn't so great i did pull one the very first clip from episode one. I'm going to play that now. Live from Boulder, Colorado, it's America's newest hiking podcast, The Trail Show. You can find us at thetrailshow.com, on Facebook at facebook.com slash thetrailshow, and on Twitter at trailshow. Today's show is brought to you by us. That's right. I'm your host, Lawton Disco Grinner, and with me here today is Felicia, the Princess of Darkness, Hermosillo, Mike Dilo DiLorenzo, and Paul Mags Magnanti. We have joined forces to fill the void in your podcast library under the hiking genre. All right. That's all the good audio I was able to get from the first episode. The first episode was horrible. Dilo. I wonder if that heavy breathing was done on purpose or was that just like a... I think it was. I think yeah. it was. Okay. Yeah. I think it was like some sort of Darth Vader sound effect. Okay. Um, okay. So... So after I realized very quickly that episode one was not going to provide any useful material, I decided to go back through all 10 years of, of, of hosts on the trail show and wanted to hear some of their best moments. So we're going to start with the late Paul Mags Magnanti, which I'm told it's his birthday today, Dilo. Is that? If he were still with us today, Paul Mags Magnanti would be 101 years old. All right. Let's. Wow. Let's go all the way back 
and historical uh, trash. Historical <laughs> trash. We got mags. Here we go. The two cuppa, I call it. We had this big four cup. We used to call the four cupper. I made a, my own app. I call it Mags app. It's Bahava. <laughs> it's both an honor and a blessing to be here on my birthday. Bear has nothing to do with hiking. I, I ate some bad bologna. Yeah. When America sneezes, Canada catches the flu. And I went to Catholic school. They call me Magnanti Christ. Well, that was beautiful, man. <laughs> so are you going to churn you butter know, now? I... I just take a crap. So to make this more in line with modern sensibilities, I am selling dryer lit and Cuban fiber Ziploc bags. <laughs> you know, my dad used to make pizzas by hand growing up. He would do anchovies, black olives, and extra garlic. Some would say if he swung a dead cat, you could hit a guide. Because the yeah. dares are eating people. <laughs> Never let facts stand in the way of a good answer. She's a fraud. People are freaking stupid. Touch me right in the gram weenie. Hacksaw Jim Doug would be great for the Appalachian. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Send Other hate two. mail to <laughs> John Fahey. Joey Mags, they call him. Sam Adams, Boston Lager. Well, you can talk a dog off a meat truck. <laughs> it's not about the mileage. Sure. We're out it's there. The, it's about the smileage. Too much navel grazing. Obama. But they used to say, <laughs> Polly Mags. Oh, my God. It's unbelievable. <laughs> but wait. But wait. There's more. Paul oh Mags. I like waxing the purple sometimes, so. It brings back memories of being 10 years old with the water coming over me on the shores of Rhode Island and sea kelp just hit me in the face. Shame. Or shellac with snow. It, I just couldn't believe it. There was trash in the outhouse, and people were camped on the slopes. If you're so concerned what other people are doing on their hike, how the hell can you enjoy yours? This is Paul Maggs of Boulder, Colorado, and I approve the morning after snowshoe date. We don't churn butter, we stomp grapes. <laughs> Go suck eggs in Boston. <laughs> Texas Scortex. The train has left the track, so I've kind of given up <laughs> at this point. It's like someone put a big turd in the punch bowl. Oh, I love Utah. You really inspired me to blah, blah, blah. Bring a warm freaking coat, people. We did have a ZD course. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was, oh my that was wow. amazing. That, that was, was a, pretty amazing. A blast from the past. Now, um, moving on down the line we have our very own princess of darkness who has said a few things over the past few years let's go to a clip only d dash low would attempt something so mm, morally bankrupt shall i say food and beverage hole i'm just a big gal but not an ipa gal yeah well put the bong down all right i'm sorry to be callous but i'm kind of a callous person so Cooties. And I just mm. think that's disgusting. <laughs> yes, I'm going to start peeing in dog bags and then just leaving them on the side of the trail. There are more old drunks than there are old doctors. I was like, hey, 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 there's a bear in the dumpster. And he was like, yeah, he's always in there. I just throw the trash on top of him. <laughs> it is this place between my nutsack and my asshole. Yeah. Oh, I'm all about some foot surgery at home, man. That's all I do in the summertime. I got to be full squat when I'm out there, man. I Get on the trail. Now get over it. What are you girls doing up here on this trail? Because I know what I got sure. and I know what I ain't got. Okay. Why the hell would I ever have kids? I'm against <laughs> historical trash. You lost me at historic records. Hola. Hola. Bueno. And then I realized that I had my pants on inside out. I didn't know what I was doing. I wore jeans. Oh. Jesus Maria Jose. Kerplash, kerplash, kerplash. 
The Florida Trail. <laughs> Let me tell you something. It's you good. go to Michigan in the winter and people look like they're dead. I don't like museums. I'm I get real ugh, the nude Amazon grandma. There might be some Nantucky cold pops or whatever they're called. Oh, so, let, so tell soft. me more, middle-aged so white guy. What else is normal? Good. Not sure if they're yours, but you did good. <laughs> and he was like, oh, my God. I mean, when I'm shoving poo paper in my pocket, I give myself extra points for that. You should see me when I get a mosquito bite. Oh, God. I look Big like welts. a puffer fish. You must be rich. <laughs> wait, wait. Before we go on, guys, seriously, <clears throat> the tone is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys it, all need to pull it together. Wow. Um, Past master. Oh master at the end. That was tough. Pull it, pull it together, guys. Yeah. Right? And uh, I think with that, we got to go right into uh, D'Lo. Thousands of pounds of animal. Will you carry me up that mountain, Dad? No, son, you weigh 60 pounds. This is Mike DiLorenzo, and I support Amendment 64. I mean, Africa. But I've had a lot of luck smearing my anus with bacon fat. (laughs) (laughs) Because Mags has started his own podcast called Ask Mags. But what what have you? It it matters not. You know, it's all the AT trail to me. Oh, you think they want to put a baby bison in their car? What is Stunata? Bag bomb. They used to call me D-Lo Bag of Donuts, but they shortened it to D-Lo. Yeah. Oh, bear <laughs> canisters. God, why me? The bikers never stop for me. Yeah, dude, what? I want to know the biology, man. For the love of God, Mags. Black clouds coming over the mountain. Sing it, bro. Black clouds coming down the sea. Can I live while I'm young? Comes a time. When you're drifting, comes a time when you settle down. Some call it marijuana, yeah. Oh, I rebels, I rebels, Selassie all the way. Don't tell him you're bigger than Jesus. Let's go to the hot. Just we switched accounts. No, it is. And you wanna (laughs) give us all of your money? Send it in. Before we do that, can I sing a Phil Collins song? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not. No, I want to make it right tonight. Night, tonight, tonight. tonight. Oh, going to make it right tonight, tonight, tonight. Ladies love me, guys adore me. Even the ones that they say they never saw me love the way that I rock the mic. Woke up and yelled. Sorry. You have one job. You children need to get out of here now! (laughs) Shoot it out! Ah! Ah, Children, die! Start the show. Oh! Oh! Son of a Baptist! I felt like a... (laughs) Yeah! Rastify! Wow. Uh, Dilo, a lot, lot of, of yelling, man. Did a I? A lot of grunting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot Dilo, of singing, were... grunting, and yelling. You're right. Are you aware yeah. of how much singing you've done on the trail show over the years? I, I think I have been aware of the amount of singing. Didn't and I do some singing tonight already? I think so. 
Yeah, I think so. And I the grunting, though. Were you worried of the gr- the grunting and the yelling? Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. No, it's 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 one. My, my it's like a signature move. My roommates let me know that I do a lot of grunting and yelling and stuff. <laughs> roommates. Is that your your two sons? That, oh yeah, yeah. And my wife. Okay. Um, moving right down the line, we've got a uh, one Daniel Alvarez, aka Triple O. <laughs> I think you guys have missed out on some of the I, what I find to be the best terms for different techniques, which is the oh. one cheek sneak and the two cheek sneak. <laughs> and uh, big shout out to Bobby Walters, man! I would be your BFF too. I'm gonna check my house for cameras. <laughs> I bought a cheesecake the other day. What's yeah, going on? I haven't done much other than dancing. Sabtalal our camera, so I do you know. As a Floridian, I'm very proud of my home state for immediately turning to human-on-human violence when (laughs) trying to (laughs) curb the iguana problem. I just paddled here from Minnesota, and he said, whatever, man, (laughs) get off my island. No kayaking on a hike, no. Come on. You have to inflate a thermarest and float it across. Yeah. My kitchen looks terrible, but (laughs) I also rent. You managed to cover an entire slope. With uh, micro pa- micro pieces of food, what? micro feces, <laughs> micro feces. Yeah, I wouldn't cook with this onion. Is all I'm saying. You think it's <laughs> Paddling is just hiking with your hands. She's not the Pied Piper. She's not bringing kids from playground to playground. Yeah, come on, people. Is this a podcast? Is this what the youth are doing? Um, I'm not exactly sure what we're talking about, but uh, Pod's probably right. Well, you know, it's like Spanish, but. Mumbly. Tell me more about the Roman ruin. Is that considered historical trash? Um, or is that <laughs> so old that it is now positive? <laughs> I found a bag of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches on the CBD. Ooh. Leo, stop super gluing your brother's head. Little Two more. go in, one comes out. That's right, one comes out. <laughs> Wake up early, go to sleep late, yeah, and uh, stay unseen. What's up, trail show? What's up, trail show? <laughs> Loved it. Wow. Loved it. That was great. Amazing. And last but not least. Uh, yeah. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Yeah. Here we go. I go low ABV I, up high and I go high ABV down low. Alabama. AMFM tuner. It's as American as apple pie. Well, back when I did it, it was way harder. We had to walk the aqueduct 16 miles with no shade and water. Uh-huh. You can roll the dice and get a bad hand, <laughs> if you know what I'm trying. You gotta fart with baggage, if you know what I'm saying. All right, really? I thought you liked basketball camp. I was like, no, I hate basketball camp. Been there, done that, Max. And now you're drinking beer. God bless you. Well, have you ever been to Kyrgyzstan? Never, never been to Bishkek in the summer. Who run Border Town? Master pasta. We're talking about dirt, mud, blood, and guts. That's right, Zelo. <laughs> the stickers are here. For $10 or more donation, you too can have your very own blood orange IPA trail show What? What? That's a bold statement, P.O.D. This might be made from grapes, but it sure don't taste like Boone's Farm. <laughs> you bring some brown liquor or clear liquor? The devil's beating his wife. If Just I not. can't see it, it don't matter. How does that sound, everybody? 
All this time I thought she was going to make a ham <laughs> with congealed salads and some green bean casserole. That's right. High mile days. Read them and weep. Going down to South Park, going to have myself a time. Never slap a man who's chewing tobacco. I like them french fried taters. <laughs> what the hell are you doing out here, boy? You're never going to make it once you get down to... Yeah. yeah. Dilla John. And, uh, hello, Charles. God bless you. Take it away, Dilla. Gravitas. That boy can hike. Hey, Nor. What's your favorite planet? <laughs> Mine's the sun. Hot pocket ego. No. <laughs> Nothing. Oh, eggos would work. Not uh, even a titter. Quasi evil. Scott. Daddy's home. What do you say there, eh? A couple of pasties and a beer there, eh? I'll take a six-pack of Keweenaw Brewing and a pasty there for the seven-course meal there, eh? Hey, tell those kids to pipe down, D-Lo. <laughs> Trying to do a damn podcast here. Larry boy. Yep. <laughs> Amazing. Oh uh, apparently, I like so to much. do impressions is what mm. I <clears throat> learned. Um, That's what it sounds like. But, folks... Trail Show wouldn't be anything without you, and we need to know who you are. Hey, this is All Good. Hey, this is Yard Sale. And Bandit. This is Bobcat. This is Buck 30. This is Not a Chance. This is Dirtmonger. This is Eric and Lisa. This is Heatwave. Hi, this is Shane Jester O'Donnell. This is Reed. And let's go. Hi, this is Simon from Germany. My name is Dio Lorenzo. I'm almost awesome. Not possum, and we're the ape team. This is Garrett the Onion Christensen. Hey, gang, it's Connor Shreve from the Brewski Reviewski podcast. Hi, this is Tomato. This is Trauma. Hey, guys, this is Moonkid. Well, this is Dylan, right on Ivan's. This is Flamingo. This is Jupiter. This is Rigatoni Noodlehead. And Angel Hair Noodlehead. This is Skittles. This is Andrew Skirka. This is Liz Snorkel Thomas. This is Trevor. Smoke it if you got it, Bowman. This is Trick the Light. Hey, this is Squatch. Hi, this is Mr. Money Mustache, and I never listen to the trail show. What? That's awesome. <laughs> it, wow. That's really cool. We've had a lot of people on the show over 10 years. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Mm. Well, um, with that, that's our retrospective. We want to say thanks and praise to all of you for listening to us uh, over 10 years and chipping in some money in the hat, keeping this thing going, sending us beer, sending us coffee, sending us hotline calls, which sending us money that helps. Yeah. Money. Buy sunflower seeds, (laughs) sending us Bitcoin, (laughs) sending us. um, Oh my God. Just love. We we feel the love from all. We'll we'll never forget that user who sold, sent us that one Bitcoin. Back in 2013. Yeah. And, and we cashed it in immediately, man. Just think if we had sat on it. Yep. Imagine that. Uh, darn it. Uh, we were able to buy one microphone with it in 2013. And now we could. Now buy. we could pay off all of our mortgages. Yeah. And all of our student loans. Ugh. It's so Ugh. sad. Missed opportunities. Is, anyway. Hindsight is 2020. When we come back from break. We are going to have a special guest on the show tonight to talk about a brand new trail somewhere out in Southern California. So don't go anywhere. 
This is you-know-who from up high, and I never listen to The Trail Show. All right, everybody, The Trail Show is back. We asked for folks to call in and tell us how much they don't listen to The Trail Show, and you all responded. Triple O, let's go to the hotline. Call The Trail Show. Call The Trail Show. 720-893-2269. Hi. This is Carla from Pennsylvania. Trail name Boo. I hate hiking. I never drink beer because it's so gross. I never spend money on gear because it's such a waste of money. I never, ever listen to that stupid trail show, and I would never, ever, ever recommend an episode to that Buffalo Jack Wagon, my hiking partner, Slack. Oof. Wow. Buffalo Jack Wagon? That should be a trail a name. Fighting words. <laughs> Maybe a trail name. All right, boo. Wow. This is Tang calling in from the land of blue skies and tan thighs, sunny Tempe, Arizona. And I never listen to the trail show. That's a good one, y'all. Blue skies and tan thighs. Can you vouch for that? Is that true? You live in Tempe. I, I'm a married man. Okay. <laughs> And that's a good response. I, it's a recht bricht moonlicht nicht, and I never listen to the trail show. <laughs> can, you, can you play that again? Real quick? I, it's a recht bricht moonlicht nicht, and I never listen to the trail show. <laughs> oh my god, keep going. What's keep up, going. trail show? Lemuel taking a stroll in my beloved Kennerdale track here. And- Beautiful Western PA. Already seen two white tails. Heard some ravens calling. Seen some historical trash. Ew. Beautiful morning. Just wanted to wish you guys a happy 10th anniversary and happy trails. By the way, my wife Skunk Cabbage came up with a new trail name for me. Kind of a deep cut, but some of you will get it. Olestra. Have a good day. Alestra was Alestra. the weird oil that was put in potato chips for a while. Yeah. But it made caused... you have like gross oil diarrhea farts. Yeah, right? exactly. Anal leakage, huh. I think, was yes. the Anal leakage. <laughs> yep, I remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> By the way, Lemuel sent me two bags of 10th anniversary coffee that he roasted himself. Oh, very, very nice. For some of us. Very nice. <laughs> Hey, this is Slackjaw from Northwest Pennsylvania. Shout out to the North Country Trail Association. I never listened to the trail show. I've never even heard of it. (laughs) Hi, I'm Jackson. Hi, I'm James. And we never listened to the trail show. Happy Happy 10th anniversary. That's so sweet. sweet. You got one more? One more, Triple O? Sure. Hey, Trail Show, Shira here. I am busy um, training for my hike this summer, and by training, I mean eating pizza rolls and drinking wine. <laughs> um, but POD, I don't know if you remember, this is our 20-year AT anniversary year, so I'm headed back to the AT. I don't can't do the whole thing again, but I'm going to do a couple months and relive 25-year-old me. And I was just reminiscing how I met you out there in Buck 30 and what a crazy time that was. My first through hike 
little did I know it would pretty much change my life and it would be all that I can do and think about. Anyway, um, maybe I will call the Trail Show hotline and give you some updates from a middle-aged old-school hiker as she relives her AT experience. But just wanted to say I never listened to the Trail Show, and happy anniversary. I like it. Please call in. (laughs) That's That's a good idea. That's incredible. People really called in today. Yeah. All right, folks. Well, we're going to get right into our trail of the month. And initially, I we had planned to do no trail of the month for this 10th anniversary episode. But, but when John Z got in touch with us and said, hey, I just finished up this new route in Southern California. I'm calling the Death Valley Loop. I was like, oh, man, we're having a trail of the month. We're doing this. And um Yes. Yes. And um, many of you all will know John from the Roots podcast. A lot more of you will probably know him from YouTube. I'm a fan of all of all of your stuff, John, and I'm stoked to have you on the show tonight to talk about this new route in Death Valley. Welcome. Welcome. How are you doing this evening? Thank you. Doing very well. Are you are you in California? I'm in New Orleans. Oh, so wow okay yeah (laughs) yeah not a lot of elevation here uh that definitely played a part in my experience on the road out there yeah but tell us a little bit about why death valley why this 300 mile route in the middle of nowhere why 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 yeah i love death valley okay Have, have you been to death valley uh, only driven through. Yeah. 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 I've never explored it. It's such a shame. It's such a dramatic landscape. Yeah, exactly. It's so dramatic. And there's so many, like the first trip I ever did in Death Valley after the, I did the Marble Cottonwood Loop, which was a pretty popular, that's kind of like the go-to hike that people do out there other than lowest to highest. And then after that, I did the Lonesome Minor Trail in that same year in 2017 with Pepper Flake. And Pepper Flake's kind of like, been my death valley guru <laughs> like my sensei taking me there that's all these places and just kind of each winter doing like four days and always really getting my ass kicked like it's pretty brutal out there but it's just so beautiful and so huge and there's all these oases everywhere and it feels like there's all these secrets just tucked away so death valley for me has just been yeah it's the place I dream of during the winters the most, I think. Oh, very nice. Yeah. And how, how about the route itself? Like a 300 yeah. mile loop. And I think, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but on the video, you said it's actually a lollipop, which yeah. <laughs> it's more or less a loop. Well, uh, um, but like, how did you come up with the route? Yeah. So in November and December, I got the Dijonet books, Hiking Death Valley. Um, he has two editions and he also has one focusing on the Western area. And I just started inputting every single hike he had into a Caltopo project, just have all the lines there. And then I pulled in all these other lines from friends, uh, stuff that I had done. And then I just started kind of like linking between them. And I just have this huge web of lines throughout Death Valley. And then my friend, Josh, he came over and he was thinking about doing something and Death Valley or Nevada, um, kind of as like a training hike. So 
since he was going to be here end of April, that's when the time was. So I thought focusing on the water would be a good idea. <laughs> so yeah. I started really focusing on linking up the best water sources, the most reliable ones in the park, and then uh, going to all the best places in between. So, wow. Yeah. <laughs> this is advanced level stuff, people. You're not going to, there's, there's not an app to go walk no. the Death Valley loop. In the, so. in the video, you <laughs> listed kind of right at the beginning, you, you listed the, um, the little mountain groups that you went through. Can you list those again for yeah. the listeners? Should I just go through the whole route? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. please. So the way I did it was to do it without, oh yeah, another part with the route was I didn't want to have to hitchhike and I didn't want to have to cash anything. So okay. most people, when they do Death Valley trips, they'll cash water or maybe food but I wanted to not have to do that. So I took a shuttle from the Vegas airport to Beatty, which is just over the Nevada border and then road walked out of Beatty and then onto Titus Canyon road over to the grapevines and did corkscrew peak before heading into the funeral mountains to the South and then into the black mountains and then across the Valley over to the Panamints did the Panamint Ridge and then came down into stovepipe wells through Mosaic Canyon and then up into the cottonwoods and then over to the grapevines and then back out again. So, wow. Yeah. When you were going from these little groups of mountains, it was hard to tell from the video, were you having to like go all the way down to the valley floor to then cross over? Um, there was, well, we only had to cross the valley floor twice. Okay. Um, well, we, we, we went down three times because we also went down to stovepipe wells, but um, there, there is elevation change for sure yeah. <laughs> along the route. Uh, yeah, a lot of it. So, but you don't have to go down to sea level very often. So, right. I mean, I know, I know there's a lot of elevation gain and stuff, but I'm just curious, like when, when you're, you know, when you're on those ridge lines and stuff, what are those elevations like, um, near the top? Yeah. So telescope peak is 11,000 feet. Oh, wow. So that ridge line started uh it was it was all it was all like nine thousand foot peaks that day and all the way through wild rose which we didn't end up summiting we just kind of bombed off the side of the mountain um and then the other ridge lines are usually about six thousand feet or so oh, sometimes okay. up to okay. eight yeah. but yeah i swear at some point during the video you said in the next 13 miles we have ten thousand feet of gain and five thousand feet of loss in the uh, third, yeah third there's more than miles. yeah yeah that's that's it. <laughs> well yeah the, the panamint ridge was the thing i was most like looking forward to that was okay. that day because wow. we started um by arrestra spring and then just like you know that huge wall of mountains when you're looking across Badwater, like with telescope on it like we just did that whole top part and so oh <laughs> the, the hardest part about that day wasn't even the elevation gain and loss it was dealing with like the thick bushes and then the boulder hopping and all this other stuff. So it took yeah. us all day to do about like 12 miles. Like sunrise to sunset. Let, let's back up a bit real quick. Okay. Tell me if I've got this right. You start, you guys started, well, you started the hike with nine days of food and seven liters of water. Well, yeah, I, I, I don't know how many days I was packing for. I just put as much food as I could into my pack. I actually, I actually could have gone out another two days. I probably get, could have been out for 11. Wow. Uh, my hiking heavy. partner 
uh was it pro- i mean probably like 45 pounds or so would be a good wow. guess because and- i i carried about seven and a half total and my hiking partner he carried about 10 liters of water I, I bet your hip mm-hmm. belt helped out a lot right uh <laughs> we were both using packs that weren't really quite ready for it so <laughs> we were oh both feeling it but, a bit but you were out for 14 days right yeah, we resupplied in stovepipe wells. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is so there, we walked right through there. there. So there's like a little store there or something? Yeah, there's a general store. We sent a box to the hotel, swam in the pool, oh, you know. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. I saw that. Very nice. I kind of feel good. Very and, nice. And I was, I was well, thinking... this was a filled pool, so <laughs> it had water in it. Okay. I was yeah. looking at that and thinking about um, when talking about the food weight. And the water weight and like having to do those steep um climbs that's tough but i was more thinking about when i saw some of the talisee descents and just thinking about like a couple times I've, I've never carried that much um water and food but like going down you know trailless talus with that much weight on your pack is so dicey. Like it's so easy to like turn an ankle or like, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I was watching that and going, Oh my God, that's, <laughs> that looks tough. The downhill specifically like, Oh yeah. Yeah. The downhill gets me. Uh, the hardest part was like, I didn't really show any of the, like, you know, like the, I wasn't really trying to shoot a video or anything. Right. It was just more of just like a home video and I didn't take my camera out for any of the, um, little more vertical parts, but there was a good amount of like class four kind of stuff with wow. really heavy packs. And that was, That's I mean, we definitely did some class five cause Josh, he always, like, he's kind of like been training for alpinism and has been climbing a lot and is, has good head for it. And I haven't rock climbed in like three or four years and I've been living in new Orleans. So it kind of took me by surprise a little bit wow. to get onto the, uh, the spicier stuff and he would just kind of go straight into something and i would kind of then go like find a little sheep trail over here and just like scurry around trying to find anything but this like fifth class down climb with a 40 pound pack so yeah yeah. now i need to ask a real nerdy question about this so he was doing class five but you guys were out there hiking was he in trail runners doing class five yeah Yeah. oh my god well it's like low class five like it's barely it's probably four I don't know. Is it, he did some five <laughs> stuff? I didn't do any five. No, I'm not. I'm not into that these days. The yeah. kind of the running joke was that this was supposed to be a pleasure cruise, and like <laughs> I was like on a vacation, and like honestly, that was a big factor in like, like I, I didn't. I wasn't out there to suffer. I just really loved Death Valley, and doing something like this just seemed amazing. So any way to go to those places and do the things like is just what had to happen like i kind of got in this mode where even carrying the water just i was very reluctant to carry more than like five or six liters but once out there it's like this is just what has to be done so i'm just doing it and it's not that big of a deal what was your biggest water carry like uh probably about 36 hours or so but yeah about 36 hours and what what month of the year were you there uh this was uh, end of April, early May. Ooh. And what what was this, like this, the like, range of temperatures that you experienced? Uh, we slept up near Telescope, and that was probably down to forty at night, and then like you know like a hundred or whatever during the 
day. Oh my god! Down down low. Pleasure cruise, but but like uh, it's a dry heat. It felt really <laughs> pretty pretty nice compared to New Orleans nineties. Like uh-huh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but nineties heat was just really kind of in the flatlands down low. As you started to crop up, did, as you started to climb yeah. up out of those valleys, did you notice the temperature um, changing significantly? Um, somewhat, yeah. Or Definitely, really. it's, it was just hot. Yeah. It was just hot. Well, there's not. Yeah, a lot I mean, of there shade. is a lot of sweat. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There's, there's not a lot of shade on the Death Valley Loop. Um, well, there you'd be surprised. Really? There's there's actually quite a few trees in certain areas. Like the Panamints is all treed, and then the Grapevines has tons of trees. Like what percent? Yeah, what percentage of the 300 miles <laughs> was under tree cover? If you had well, to guess. so. What about when you're going through a Joshua tree forest? Like you're not under tree cover, but <laughs> do you get like some shade in yeah. that somehow? Uh, you could probably. I did um, notice that yeah. there were like differences. It wasn't just all like dry lizard yeah. rocks. Like there were trees, but to your point, Disco, I also noticed the time that you guys took a break and said that you were going to leave when the shade ran out. You were standing <laughs> against. A yeah. water tank. Yeah. That was before like a 40 mile water carry. So yeah, that was uh-huh. uh, that was also on our like our fourth day. So we were kind of feeling those like fourth day yeah. discomforts that you always feel fourth day. The fourth day blues. So yeah, we ended up like road walking a little bit extra that day just to make the carry a little less mm-hmm. crazy. So yeah. John, yeah. Make, did make help help me with this. Let me know if I've got this right. You guys didn't actually hit legitimate single track trail until like day seven or eight um i think no there was single track on the on the first full day of hiking down okay. from corkscrew mm-hmm. yeah and then and then yeah i mean up <laughs> up at telescope peak coming off telescope that yeah. trail is incredible yeah. it looked we're gonna yeah sweet. yeah oh yeah i mean we were walking like normal humans you know it was incredible <laughs> <laughs> We were actually going like four miles an hour. Like it was great. We've got to talk about the springs and the water sources because that oh, seems yeah. like, I mean, it almost seems like that's the crux of the hike, right? Is planning where those water sources are. Because I mean, that's everything when you're hiking in a place like Death Valley. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the springs looked incredible. Yeah. They yeah. Um, I forget the name. What, what was the one that was kind of up high before you guys descended down a stovepipe? It was like just kind of randomly oh the yeah of a hillside twin springs twin springs, yeah. Yeah. Twin springs is crazy there wasn't any wow. groundwater or surface water but um yeah it was green and lush and there was i mean that whole that whole time leading up to it was incredible just coming down on these sheep trails from you know we're descending we're like looking down at stovepipe wells we're up at like over six thousand feet and it's down at sea level and we just have like all these cliffs and tal like you know scree slopes very loose very steep like this was one of the lines that i just kind of drew like being like i bet this kind of goes and then actually getting there and it's just incredible sheep trails just like four inches wide on these cliffs and just like taking that all the way and they all lead to the spring and just seeing like all these bighorn sheep remains everywhere um yeah that there's kind of a graveyard there at the spring yeah (laughs) Yeah. um and what about the the spot with the empty swimming pool? Yeah, yeah, that was Warm Spring. Okay. Yeah, that what was a. 
I don't really know exactly. Um, but there was people there. Uh, we were actually really excited. Josh was really excited. He actually like went right up to the person who was there and was just like, Hey, and then the guy like really thought we had some sort of thing we need to help with as a result. But, um, he was just so excited to see anybody cause we didn't see any, you know, people hiking out there, even really driving out there. So, wow. um, but that, that place was just this lush oasis with cottonwood trees and yeah, there's, there's a surprising number of places like that throughout the Death Valley area where you'll just see it from a distance, this very distinct water green where it's just, I mean, I remember going into Beatty at the end of the hike and just seeing all the trees and was like, wow, what, what a lush oasis this little desert Nevada town is compared mm. to all the little small oases that we ran into. When you, when you got down to that road, kind of at the end, when you came off the last ridge, how much, how far of a walk is it into Beatty from there? So we transferred over from Fall Canyon over to Titus Canyon Road. And then I think it was, I mean, it didn't feel that long. I mean, it's maybe like 15 miles, like the last five maybe being paved into Beatty. Mm -hmm. So not that far really relative to everything mm -hmm. else. <laughs> right. Of course. Yeah. Especially when it's like road grade. Yeah. I've got a, um, an odd question. So, uh, and I, I, I went out and did some hiking in Arizona in March and there was a stretch where I didn't see anyone for four days. And I was just kind of thinking like, wow, like maybe I'm, I'm just a, a ruined individual that like, I need to come out and go to far flung places on spring break where I don't see anyone for four days. Like, did you have a moment like that at all on the death Valley loop where you thought maybe like, what is it about places like this and routes like this in the middle of nowhere that I, I need to be here? You ever, you ever have those questions to yourself? Hmm. Well, I was with a hiking partner, so I never really fully felt that. Okay. Cause I have traveled solo for so much of my hiking. Sure. Like I didn't want to do this route solo particularly probably <laughs> so, smart yeah um yeah i could go into details about stuff that happened when i was planning the hike but hmm. um i was definitely yeah trying to play it safe and um yeah being at places far away like that's just yeah i don't know you just don't feel the all the pressures of society i guess that's a nice aspect of it like you you really feel like yourself you're not no longer like when I first got into long distance traveling is through bike touring. Hmm. And I remember throughout that trip, I just did it so solitary that I stopped thinking in words um, because I didn't have to express my thoughts to other people as much. So I didn't need to yeah. translate what I was thinking in verbal form. And it's stuff like that where you're no longer having to like take the outside perspective in as much. And you can just like really, like I feel so confident and great about myself when I'm out on trail, especially yeah. the further out I am. It's like, I felt so cool at the end of that trip. Like, I bet. I felt like a million bucks. Um, and that's, that's that, that's what I hike for really is just the feeling that I like how it makes me feel myself. So yeah, doing far away places definitely emphasizes how far you can go with that. I think. Was your first long hike the AT? 
No, it was the Pacific Crest Trail. Ah, the PCT. Okay. Yeah. So like, think about yourself back on that hike and then think about yourself a month ago on the Death oh, Valley yeah. Loop, right? Mm -hmm. It's it's very, very far away. Like I, I can remember, so my first hike was the AT and I only camped like seven, eight nights by myself. And I was freaked out every single one of those nights. Mm -hmm. And like now I kind of look forward to that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Totally. And John, I bet dollars to donuts, as I like to say, that uh, it might be a little similar for you. Yeah. A lot different than your first PCT hike, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah it, it really did feel like a great like culmination of so many different skills. Yeah. Because when you're out there, like Death Valley, it, it's never just one thing that's like kind of going against you. Like there's always like at least at least two like yeah. things compounded on each other. So it's just, yeah, really nice to feel like, <laughs> yeah, just thinking back before I knew about any of this stuff. It's crazy to think of all the, like, how, just how comfortable I could feel out there, really. Mm -hmm, totally. Like, yeah. Hey, so, so this route that you put together, I mean, this is definitely maybe not the best beginner hike, you know? No, yeah, um, no. <laughs> but, but for people who are interested in Death Valley, um are there parts it sounds like there's maybe some parts of what you did that may be accessible to no i wouldn't i wouldn't recommend i wouldn't personally recommend anyone who's a beginner hiker to be starting their hiking career in death valley mm -hmm. but someone who's beginner to death valley perhaps but has some backpacking experience um is there parts of your route that you think might be a nice you know just wet the appetite or maybe somewhere else in the park. <laughs> yeah, I mean that cotton marblewood loop, cottonwood marble loop is uh, pretty popular because Cottonwood Canyon is really lush. Like there's a creek running uh, through it. Okay. And then Marble Canyon has some fantastic slots through there. Ah, so that's kind of the go-to like overnight hike that people will do in Death Valley. What range I mean, are those? Really, what range is that Cottonwood? Um, Hiking. that's that's in the that's just outside of stovepipe wells going into the cottonwood mountains okay got it got it and um but really i mean josh josh my hiking partner he was talking about how he had hiked with some people on the hey duke who kind of felt disappointed by the lack of challenge on it um and i kind of felt similarly where most of the hikes like have a lot of hype about how hard they are and then they don't really deliver on it so i think more so than uh, wetting your appetite, I really think it's like a good thing to just like go for, <laughs> you know, okay. um, like, I think sometimes you just want to do like the challenging hike and this to me, like, it's very doable. Uh, but you know, you'll, it's never type two fun either. Like it's not, it's not so hard. And I look back on it and it's amazing. It's just so incredible while you're doing it, that any like hardship is so worth it. Wow. What were some what were some challenging moments that you remember, like up high, lots of wind, bugs? Oh yeah, it did seem like there was know. some wind. What, what's like? What are some challenging <laughs> moments if you can recall? Uh, for me, it mostly comes down into the canyons, doing like trying to navigate through those, because like some of them are just so wild, like um, just like you know sixty foot dry falls. 
And then in order to bypass that, you have to get up on these scree slopes on these like trods, just like bull trodden paths that come and go. And I definitely had a couple moments where I, it was just like having too much exposure in one day, just kind of wore on me. Yeah. And like, I just wasn't used to that. And um, yeah, I just like <laughs> got kind of like spooked, I guess. So that was my biggest challenge, I think, is getting over that. Cause like, I'm a, I'm a terrible rock climber. Like I hate rock climbing. It's too scary. Mm -hmm. Like I can do a top rope, but like put me on lead and I'm just <laughs> after five, seven, I'm done. Did you know, <laughs> so, did you know, like ahead of time that you're about to get into this gnarly area with 60 foot dry falls that you would have to skirt around on scree slopes that had maybe animal paths that mm. might've existed for a little while. And then petered out. Did you know ahead of time that you were coming into this or was it kind of a, Oh, here I am. How do I get around that? Honestly, it was, it was easier than I expected in some ways because the book that I referenced for so much of this hike really made it seem like we would have to down climb some of that stuff. But then uh, there was basically my mindset going into all those canyons at a certain point was this is where bighorn sheep live and bighorn sheep can't rock climb. Hmm. Like they're incredible on slopes and on mountains, but like they can't stem up a chimney, you know, right. like they can't do that kind of stuff. Yeah. So there's always going to be this path that I can walk to get around something. Hmm. So by the way, I don't think that bighorn sheep saw you guys at first. Oh, he didn't. No, he was, yeah. <laughs> he was, not, we were there. Like I had to cut that video clip way down because we were standing there for a long time, like making noise and just being like, yeah, you guys were on? having a conversation and he, he was, oh yeah eating i guess i don't know. he was in the zone i don't <laughs> think he was expecting to see anybody and what's so interesting about that area is that in my book um it's called that area is uh right before bighorn gorge and he mentioned that despite the name he had never seen a single sign of any bighorn sheep anywhere wow but that they're known to sometimes leave an area for years and years and then all of a sudden come back and yeah that's where we saw four bighorn sheep in that wow. canyon so Crazy. yeah it's it's incredible. I mean, the thing I, that kept coming to me is that it it just uh, it looked just it, it's a desolate place. Death Valley is a desolate place, and I mean, yeah, there's oases with springs, and you get some some shade and some trees here and there. But man, it's that's harsh country. Yeah, the consequences are pretty severe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else what else do we need to know about the death valley loop what haven't we asked you that you want to get out mm. there or convey i actually i wrote down some notes let's see oh, fantastic <laughs> i i mean we're talking a lot about all the difficulties mm -hmm. and like the place is called death valley like there's a certain aura around right, that you know and the funeral mountains the funeral the mountains. Fun yeah <laughs> yeah totally and yeah there's a lot of yeah but ultimately like there's like people have lived there for thousands of years like there's there's like there's signs of people living there twelve thousand years ago and then there's people living there up until the miners started like you know doing minor stuff uh <laughs> and uh yeah i mean they 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 lived there and i think that the areas can, it, it's more hospitable than the name suggests. And 
it's really just this magical place that it, it just is so it's definitely like not untouched because there is such a big impact from all the mining activity that happened there. But the fact that there's still not really much trail there and it's just this huge open space, just, it's just so ready to be explored. And you really feel like you're going to these places that, you know, you open up a trail just stir on top of a peak and like, you know, you turn back two pages and you're in the nineties. Like right. it's, it's pretty like on the Lonesome Miner Trail, I remember that happening and just, it's it just feeling like, uh, you know, people talk about overcrowding of trails and that's just not the case out there. And I don't know if it ever will be, but even like, I think it'd be amazing if more people did want to hike out there and there was some more tread established and it's just this beautiful place. You, you've got me like wanting to go at least check out that Cottonwoods Marble Loop at a minimum. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, POD and I went, were there about 10 years ago, and I think we car camped, and that was about it, and I, that's just a part of the U.S. I don't know at all, but it's, it seems pretty damn interesting. Yeah. It's inspiring, man. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, it's a great place. Wow. The video is really great, too, because it's not like, um, I don't know what I was expecting, maybe like uh, like a produced type of thing that I've maybe mm. seen you in in the past or something i don't know mm-hmm. but it feels really personal yeah you know? like it, it's pretty cool yeah and we put a like, link to the vid you know, in our yeah. in our um link tree so oh, cool people can check it so out now you're gonna get at least easily. four or five views <laughs> <laughs> oh that trail show bump <laughs> dude there's gonna be like 300 yeah. people in the death valley loop in august and oh yeah perfect they can send all hate mail to john z at john z yeah <laughs> dirtmonger might be out there not in august but yeah he's interested that's a good that's question like a that's that's a good question when is the ideal time to step out into death valley yeah because it's definitely not in august but no. when is it? yeah when is it i mean i think that when we went like end of april is a good time because we actually did use the snow that was remaining up by telescope peak in order to supplement that water carry uh because otherwise that would have been extremely long um and if you can get enough snow you actually could probably bypass the next water source if you wanted to but um yeah you you don't want to be there when the panamints are still snowy Mm -hmm. but then you don't want to be there in the summer because that'd be insane you're right i am curious to see if all the springs will be running in the fall i suspect that they will be but Mm. Um, I think Dermong will find out for us. There's always a good backup plan for every spring though. So, okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> I made sure it, of that. So are uh, you going back out there in the fall or is, is dirt going to go out there and like, uh, I think he'll just go out there. Okay. <laughs> I think I've had enough of that. For, uh, <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I want to go to like Washington where there's water and stuff. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Water's good. Yeah, water is paddling nice. trip. <laughs> oh yeah, just never leave the water. Swimming holes. Yeah. yeah, just I've just been swimming in the bayou with all the gators ever since I've been back. It's been. <laughs> oh man. Well, John, thank you so much for coming on the show tonight. We're stoked. I mean, I'm oh. sorry it took us ten years to get you on the show, but um, oh. we're we're honored. We're very happy we got to talk to you about the Death yeah. Valley Loop. It's a yeah, super unique cool. route. It's nice to be able to, I mean, you, you know, we cover everything on the show from 
the AT to the TRT to crazy long routes in Europe to things like the Death Valley Loop. So it's really neat to kind of get into these self-made routes and like the the level of Caltopo expertise that you <laughs> must have to be able to pull that together. We could do a show just on that, like how to pull a 300 mile route together on Caltopo, but that's a story for another day. Um, is there anywhere people can go to see photos? Uh, I mean, we're good. We got a link to the YouTube video, but like some people dig on still photos. Do you have yeah. anything out there? Um, I'm actually working on a little like guidebook scene. So uh-huh. I'll put some photos in there and like a few little detail maps and a written description cool. of everything. Um, not that I necessarily would recommend doing it to everybody, but I think it'll still be a nice little thing yeah, to like thumb right. through, like on your bookshelf. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. yeah. Yep. And yeah, I've been, I've been listening to the trail show for nine years now. So wow. ever since in my cubicle nice. back in 2013, like, you know, I was, wow. I, I, I repeat listened back when the sound effects were <laughs> full on <laughs> and you did like trails that people heard about. <laughs> yeah. Those were the early days, man. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. And you're just scraping the bottom of the barrel. That's why I figured I could finally get my chance, you know, like, <laughs> Well, we had Jupiter on a few months ago, so, yeah. you know, it was time. <laughs> it was time to have John Z on. <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, thanks again. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Oh, my and, pleasure. Um, yeah. Uh, keep us posted and let us know when that that, uh, the zine, that is zine is out. out. We'll, we'll definitely uh, yeah. post a link. Cool. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much. All right, Great man. You. Have a good evening. All righty. You too. I'm going to take us to break and then we can get beers. Wait, before we go on break. Yeah. It's 830. What? Get the f*** out. <laughs> oh, my God. Happy oh birthday, ladies Oh, Max. Oh, my goodness. Happy birthday, man. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, a little birdie told me i should join this evening were your ears burning or itching at all like an hour ago because we played a bunch of paul mags audio clips from the old jesus (laughs) well i'm drinking my beer here so Uh, what are you drinking utah's best no this we had some house guests um from new mexico and they brought me some good new mexico craft beer marble desert um fog hazy indian pale ale it's good yeah New Mexico, um, the latest state that's on fire, as you may have heard. I know, it's terrible. I mean, some beautiful country just, I mean, it's always a tragedy, but you know, I, I love northern New Mexico and to see that up in yeah. fire is just. Yeah, I was about to say, like in Trail News earlier, we talked about how Santa Fe and Carson National Forest just closed and that it affects large portions of the CDT. CDT. It also affects a lot of the northern new mexico loop and the grand enchantment trail yeah, which mags you've hiked yeah. the the nm nnml yeah back in 2019 2019 and, you know, the pecos and just you know a lot of that just yeah. stunning yeah. area so what's up with uh, mags? give us the update. yeah what's, what's going, going on in utah on? man what's the latest uh, well uh we we bought a house we we're officially homeowners that's probably the biggest Ooh. news Wow. Well, I mean, the way rent's been going, uh, do some adulting talk here. The way rent's yeah. been going, uh, I know everywhere has been terrible, but Moab in particular. So we're very, very fortunate and uh, nice. made quality of life a lot better for Joan. She can bike to work now. 
which, oh nice which avoids the traffic where yeah we're, we're like a mile or so from the downtown area so i've been biking everywhere um avoids i am starting is there traffic in moab oh yeah i mean we we're a town of five thousand. we get three million visitors a year oh okay so yeah the tourist traffic i wasn't thinking about that yeah colorado is coming in yeah. there <laughs> That's right. all, all those green plates and texas and california too my apologies to any texas and california listeners but there's a lot of you here yeah. don't apologize don't so you bought a house man so like what else is shaking? Are, are, are you... Wait, I want to know how many landscaping tips Dilo has sent you. I have told Mags that he needs to plant things, and Mags has said no. I like it, Mags. I support him. I'm only going to do it. I told Joe, and I'm happy to landscape if, 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 if I can go make a call back to my cultural roots and have the Virgin Mary in the bathtub show yes. front and center in the yard. Why can't you? It's it's Moab. Nobody cares, man. They would love it. They would embrace it. I don't you. know, man. I don't, don't think have the Mormons take so kindly oh, to uh, the Virgin uh, Mary uh, statue. The Catholics, the, you know, they don't think Catholics are quite with it. You know, we're just one step removed from pagan, they think. Mags, I will have you know that I took a 10-minute break from tonight's trail show recording to go run some drip irrigation and put some snow sunflower seeds in the ground before we get a day and a half of rain and potentially eight inches of snow. So I just want to let you know that, uh, that that's... you can do, you too can be like me. I have don't, no comment. Don't do it, man. <laughs> <laughs> Although I don't think we'll need to like really pull your elbow to get you not to follow D-Lo. Like you yeah. too can be like me. <laughs> You know, Joan has the green thumb. Botany's her background. She's been, there was a drip irrigation already in the garden here. The other guy who sold it to us, um, he's staying here locally. So he lucked out. I think the local angle helped. But anyway, he's in the drip irrigation. Great garden. Joan's all into it. My goal is just to haul stuff and pick it up. I I will do the grunt work. Joan has her garden and I will cook the food and everyone's happy that way. By the way, P Mags is posting a little bit on YouTube here and there. I enjoyed your Packraft video, which came out somewhat recently. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was pure luck because my um, camera, the good one, went, the memory card went corrupt. So I lost all those photos. If it wasn't for the video, there'd be no record of it. And, uh, I, and I don't know what maybe I said, oh, I haven't done a video in a while. So I, I did the Packraft thing. And then, it was oh, cool. my. It was just like a phenomenal day. Um, one of the colleagues of Jones really into river rafting. And I told her, I can see why you love the river trip. I mean, it's one thing to walk along the river and mm. walk above it, but to be on the river, especially when it's smooth, like glass like that, it was just incredible. I mean, I 50 was not far away as a crow flies, but the canyons between myself and 50 it's, it was like an amazing wilderness experience on the river. It was just, oh, it was fantastic. Yeah. Awesome. It looked really cool. Man, yeah. hard to believe it's been 10 years. So it was May 13th of 2012 when we recorded that first time in Dilo's <laughs> basement. Band is back not, together, guys. Not Max, far, nothing's not happened far. in 10 years hey guys, in your life, has it? it I mean, oh, Jesus. All, <laughs> I, hey, something about I, crystals and... Brazilian faith healers, but we won't go there. I I am sitting in the same room. I'm sitting in the same room that I was sitting in 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that was the room. I thought, I thought that was a different room. Nope. It's the same room. And then we did it and we did it in the next room over, but 
this yeah. was the room where that the magic the happened. Yep. Wow. So on a night like tonight. In there now. Yeah. Is that your office too? Your this is my office. Yeah. Guest room slash office. That's where he yep. takes his three hour naps. <laughs> Actually, I took I took like a fifteen hour nap today. Fifteen minute nap today. Fifteen minute nap. Fifteen oh, yeah. hour. Wow. Yeah, fifteen hour. Man. Fifteen minute nap. You know what I my technique now? Check out. Check this out, Mags. This is a pro do. tip. You I drink, drink coffee before then, you take your nap. Yes, and then I take my fifteen minute nap and I yeah. sleep so good. Is that true? And then no. I wake because up and I'm like ready to go. When you wake up, yeah. the coffee, yeah. the caffeine has yeah. started to metabolize oh, yeah. in your body. So it's killer. Groggy, yeah. As soon as you wake up, Ooh. you're awake. Dude, it's amazing. I read about this, heard about this, wherever yes. I heard, whatever. I've, been, I've done it a few times. Girl. It's, mm, mm, home girl. I'm Come on, Max doesn't drink at... coffee. What do you, he only Max, when you start, when you start working from home. Mainline coffee here. When you get out of that salt mine and you start working from home, man, for the man with the silicon fibers and chips and things, <laughs> you could take naps. Well, you know, that's the other big news. So I accepted a, a with COVID, I went back to my IT monkey roots and, uh, I, you know, I used to curse the IT thing, but yeah. follow Joan in her career and live here in Moab. So I actually, I will be starting very, very soon full-time work from home. So, Oh, I was 80% working from home, popping to the office once in a while, but now it's going to be full-time. Oh, does that That's mean awesome. our buy pants anymore? I wait know. A wait a minute. I'm does not that wearing mean... pants now. <laughs> wait, time out, Mags. Is there no more berry powder coming our way? There's no more berry powder. I have the last uh, of it. And I'll bring it to the, uh, the the bar mitzvah. I won't be there. Berry but... powder? I mean, what is this? A What is berry powder? What? So, Max, Max, tell us what the berry powder is. I, I, I won't name the company name because it's a small town, but they make, they have an office in Boulder for marketing. We'll put it to you that way. That tells you enough about it. And they make um, vitamin supplements that... Mm. Um, yeah, they make vitamin supplements. <laughs> Mags, are you sponsored by Athletic Greens? I mean, just tell us if you are. If I am not. Okay, okay. Just thinking sure. But the one product they had that wasn't too woo-woo was this berry powder. Hmm. My kids okay. loved the berry powder. They would eat it in yogurt, man. It was like everybody oh. would just everybody would just eat up the berry powder. It lasted like two months. Like this whole this like I don't know how you know a glass jar yay big you know six inches high lasted two months just gobbled up. Hmm. Smoothies. That's, how I, about, that's oh. how I feel about nutritional yeast. Yeah, that's how no. I am about the marijuana. But you know, no word of a lie. No word, no of, word a lie. of a lie. So no, no more berry powder. I'm afraid, D-Lo. Oh, Mags, very sad day. Sad <laughs> to hear this. I'm sorry, I, I, it's not like you sent us any berry powder in a couple of years, anyways. But still, it's very sad. I, very sad every hear. time I see you, I give you berry powder. That's true. Yeah, D-Lo, why don't you buy your own berry powder? You <laughs> yeah. son of a bitch. I, I, a trail show listeners you could send me berry oh, powder. here we go many of here you send go. pod and disco beer but you could send me berry powder now mags has not named his former employer which is a wise move but i don't know who it is but there are other people that have berry powder so why yeah, don't you just send any yeah. powder any, pow any powder yes. baby powder <laughs> no 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 not no no ba did you say baby powder? wants powder people. baking powder Yes. <laughs> I mean, what, what could go wrong sending anonymous powder through the mail nowadays? Okay. I mean, I yeah. probably nothing. Probably nothing. <laughs> no, nothing at all, man. Not with the labor shortage. No. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. So, Mags, when are you moving back to Colorado? That's the big question. 
<laughs> about 15 years from now when we retire to Cortez, probably. <laughs> oh, Cortez is the Utah of Colorado, as I've you know, in a different path. If Joan went to Canyons of the Ancients or Mesa Verde, yeah. Um, yeah. we'd be very happy in Cortez. I mean, you know, it does not as some big cultural mecca, but it's a lot less expensive, exquisite hmm. location. Yeah, I mean, you're two hours from uh, you know Cedar Mesa Beers Airs, and the San Juans are just up the road. And Canyons of the Ancients, of course, is just yeah. really incredible. Not far from New Mexico, so, and it's a lot less expensive than a lot of areas yeah. in the Four Corners. Wow! Yeah, Cortez. Cortez the killer. What They're gonna get the trail show bump, man. Oh yes, I mean, don't put that on your website, Mags. You're gonna run into people who <laughs> send me a GPS <laughs> track there. for Cortez. I heard about Cortez from this guy, Mags. From pmags.com. Well, well, I heard everybody was moving to Cortez from. <laughs> you guys so, know P Magnanti. So we, we went to court. We have friends of ours who live in Cortez. You know, she works at Canes of the Ancients. Now we stay with them. But anyway, um, well, it was great. They have dispensaries for some of our listeners might like that real alcohol and not this, you know, overly taxed stuff. But um, it also has that, shall we say, um, they have 3% flags hanging up in one store. And you can look it up, folks. I don't want to get too political. Interesting. Oh, I, I am going to look it up because I don't know what that is, but I have an idea of what that is. Yeah. Uh, well, anyways, we're, we went in there because uh, Joe needed a compass. We thought it was a hunting fishing store. It was really a, uh, well, it's a 3% store based Pre on the, uh, the, the flags they had. What's that? Like a prepper kind of scene? Some of them visited the White House in January, shall we Understood. Say. Understood. Yeah. And I want to get that political side, but you yeah. know, hunting and fishing stores, I think they're great. But this was not a hunting and fishing store. And um, we they they pegged us as not one of them pretty quickly, um, shall we say. We just got some weird stink guys. You know, again, yeah. I've been in hunting and fishing stores. Hey, how you doing? Oh, great, great. How's the elk? Oh, it's going great. Beautiful out. You know, you can yeah. shoot the breeze. There, there was no shooting breeze at this store on the outskirts of town. There was just shooting in the back of the... <laughs> Behind the store, you know it. Hey, you can order a three percent flag on Etsy, just so you know. Come on, POD. We're not trying to promote that stuff here on the podcast. That's a very different podcast. Uh, yeah. We'll just say that there's a, there's a guy named Something Pags who's coming up and running in that particular sphere who has a podcast, and it's kind of interesting. But that's a, that's a different discussion. Yeah. Hey, were you ever able to uh, liquidate? your url pmags.com to that other entity <laughs> you know they haven't approached me since um, you know <laughs> so I, we're back where we were like six years ago like it's, yeah no one's uh, offered to buy the domain since then just Who wait them out mags just wait them out you'll get a million dollar offer just wait them out man you know that's passe it's all about tiktok now never mind oh, Instagram. Yeah. yeah you got to be on the talk yeah, and I can't dance, so, you know, <laughs> who the heck wants to see a middle-aged guy pushing 50 on TikTok? Me. <laughs> yeah, as long as it's you, man. I think I'll, a bunch I'll, of us would love to see you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm all in. I mean, Jack Black does well on TikTok, but he's it's also true. a famous comedian, so just a little different. Yeah. I like it, man. Well, dude, Max, thanks so much for hopping on the Zoom. Yeah. I, I, We're stoked. This is... Uh, 
a momentous occasion for the trail show. Well, well thank you. Let me zoom bomb here. Really appreciate it. Good to see everyone. Uh, Dilo, I guess I won't be bringing any berry powder to the bar mitzvah. <laughs> Sorry, won't be there. Okay, I understand. Yeah. yeah. But well, if you want to bring some berry powder and like bury it in my yard, you're more than welcome to. I'll make a geocache berry powder for it. That would be, yeah, you should do that. Put you the coordinates online. Yes, put the, give us the coordinates, bury the berry powder, make a geocache, send us the cords, and we'll dig it up in August. Mm. Sounds awesome. That, that sounds great. I'm sure yeah. it tastes great in your kids' uh, smoothies. It's not going to go bad. It's in a glass jar to be under the earth, man. Oh, you, you need to bury it deep, deeply, very deeply. Like, okay. a foot, like a foot down. You're going to need okay. a Pulaski. Yep. To do that. I'll leave one out for you. You can come get it. It'll be oh, a great. Bar. Maybe a San Angelo take, bar. Take out a yeah. piece of the landscaping and put it under that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll put it under the Virgin Mary statue I'll bring with me. Dig up the uh, sunflowers and put it in that raised bed. Don't touch my sunflowers, okay? <laughs> Just planted those things. I would love them to come back to sprout and to be here next year it would be really wonderful and it would make me happy okay so don't talk about my sunflowers wow okay folks with that (laughs) on that note uh we have to take a break when we come back we've got an audio clip from skittles and a few trip reports so don't go anywhere Bobby, I told you to quit listening to the trail show. All right, Triple O, let's go back to the hotline. Hi, trail show. Hey, I was uh, day hiking last weekend, as I do, and I tripped over a tent stake, went down to pick it up, and I saw nine more of them. I said, man, I got ten tent stakes. I was wondering, are those, are those your guys? Let me know, and I'll... Uh, Shipping back up the overnight priority, high priority. So, yeah, thanks. Oh, and also, uh, just down the way from there in the stream, there was 10 cold beers. I was like, yeah. But nah, I'm not sending those to you. Those were, those were cool and refreshing. So, but, uh, you know, I don't really even know what the trail show is. <laughs> I've been spending the last decade trying to figure this out. But, uh, you all sound like nice people, so that's good. Thanks. <laughs> Sir, I if know. those were ground claw <laughs> tent stakes, you should priority mail them directly to yes. Mike DiLorenzo's DiLorenzo. house in Boulder, Colorado. <laughs> I have so many uses for ground claw stakes. It's, it's unbelievable. <laughs> uh, hey, Trail Show, this is the Tyvek Shaman up here in Sunfish Pond, New Jersey, just past the Pennsylvania border. Heading out about a got about a 830 miles done now. I'm here with my hiking buddy Egret. 
Hello, everybody. I've never listened to the trail show before, but uh, yeah, it's great to be on. And we're just sitting here in this beautiful sunny day after the clouds have knocked off. It's uh, a nice lonely trail still. We haven't passed anybody yet, or they haven't passed us today. Um, the weather is looks like it's going to turn hot on us, but it's been perfect anyway. I wanted to tell you that we never listen to the trail show. That's right. Ever. Ever. <laughs> ever. And ever. And ever. Sunfish Pond. Freaking amazing spot. That's a good spot, as I recall. Yeah. You go do some swimming up there, man. You're almost in New York. Is that well, right? After they got refreshed, they called back. <gasps> hey, Trail Show. This is uh, the Tyvek Shaman again. Just wanted to thank you so much for the time you gave me and my brother last week, last month on the Trail Show. Um, I know Gator Boy's looking down on us right here in New Jersey and uh, keeping us safe, and he uh, loves y'all too. So, anyway, thank you very much. Talk to you later. And I never listened to the trash. Tyvek, Sean, get it. Get after it, yeah. man. You're making some miles. He's cruising. Yeah. He started in Damascus. He's already up in New Jersey. That's awesome. Damn. Yeah, Sunfish Pond's a sweet spot. Brings yeah, I think he might have been memories. in the water. Yeah, I, I did hear some splashing. like water splashing. <laughs> I, I I swam in Sunfish Pond naked, and there was a Boy Scout troop there. Big oh boy! Surprise. And I kept like going under the water and pushing my butt cheeks up to the top. It was pretty funny. <laughs> you that you changed the lives of an entire Boy Scout troop that weekend. You realize Maybe. that, right? Maybe. Yeah, they probably are still talk about that day. <laughs> All right, let's talk Good or about bad, I don't know, but they're still talking <laughs> about it. <laughs> let's talk Bye. about trip reports. Um, yeah, a few of us went places this past month. Uh, Dilo, mm, did, yeah, did you, did you break out the uh, wake up the 12 I just, person? I actually, um, geodosic tent. I was supposed to go down to the Sangres, but I bailed because there were like hellacious winds and the temperatures were in the 20s and barely Ooh. getting into the 50s. So I didn't go there, but I just came back from Snowmass. I was in Snowmass from mon Monday night and Tuesday night with my coworkers. I work with nine other people full time and we all had a little get together and we mm -hmm. talked about what we do for work and where we want to go for work. And we drank some whiskey and we drank some beer and we ate a bunch of sandwiches ate some pizza, went for a little hike. It was quite nice. Cool. Yep. A work nice. retreat. It was a work retreat, yes. It was actually the most talking I think I've done in a long time. Why? <laughs> what What do you mean? Like, you work just remotely. Because like, I work remotely and I don't talk to yeah. anybody. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like people come into my house, my, my roommates come in and like then I talk to them and I talk to them for a couple hours every day. I talk to them in the morning. I talk to them in the evening. But like I don't talk to anybody, man. I'm just like hanging out here. I, I I go hang out on the trail. I don't talk to anybody on the trail, man. Dilo, say, hey, you gotta invest hey, in a co-work membership. How you doing? Why? Oh. I don't need to talk to anybody. I just go out on the trail, man. Let's go out on the trail, man. There's nobody to talk to on the trail. I don't That's need fine. to talk to anybody, man. Nobody hikes trails in Boulder. I come here no once a month. I come here once a month to talk. Nobody hikes in tennis shoes. Nobody hikes in tennis shoes. Talk to my family. <laughs> talk to my neighbors. <laughs> yeah. Once in a while, I'll talk to a friend. Anyway, that's yeah, great. That's where I went to. Hey, I went hiking, everyone. Yeah! Yeah! Because, you know, I'm injured, so it's been a little bit of a journey. Mm. You got sh you got shingles? 
No, I have a bulging disc in my L5. Oh, that sounds worse. Pressing than on the nerve. Um, Ooh. I finally got out there, and Disco and I had a very successful overnight hike a couple weekends ago, and we did the first day. It was only two days. We did about 17 miles and like 3,000 feet of gain, an hour of knee-deep post-holing oh. in the snow, Sweet. and and I was fine. And the oh. next morning, it was excruciating in the tent. the The morning chores are hard with the back because you're like bent over. It's hard at home. It's even worse in the tent. Yeah. But, but it was fine. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't really any worse than at home. It's just that I was bent over, and I managed, and I pushed through. And then we got hiking again that day, and I felt good. Short day the next day, like ten miles, not very much gain. Um, huge successful trip. It was great. It was fun. We had a good time, and. I don't know. I just felt so happy about it. So where, where was that? Where was that? It was Colorado on the Colorado Trail. Trail. Nice. Yep. In between um, Twin Lakes and Buena Vista. Yep. Oh, so you got up a little high then, right? We yes, got up a little too high. Yeah. Like 10,000 feet. A little over 11. 11. 11. Six, oh. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. North facing slope. Yep. Yeah. It was a little, the snow was a little deep. And as a matter of fact, at one point, when we had decided to turn around because the post holing had become too much, <laughs> I had to tell POD that she needed to walk behind me because she was post holing in a skirt <laughs> and her shins were bloody and she was getting blood all over the snow, which was getting on my hiking pants. So I had to be like, listen, you got to walk behind me. Like I, you're bleeding. Yeah, There's totally. too much blood. So... <laughs> He did. Yeah, it was like it was you're getting blood in my trip. pants. You gotta walk behind me. <laughs> it was. It was a success because I did it, and we got to spend time together. And I didn't like wake up and not be able to walk. I don't know. There's nothing bad to say about it. It was a great trip. Did you spot vehicles? Did you? Have, was it? A, did you make a loop out of it? We, we, it was going to be an end to end, but we decided to turn around because of the snow. Because the next day we would have done two more climbs over eleven thousand feet and north facing. And we we're like, this is that would not have been good for my back. Mm -hmm. um, so we decided to yeah. turn around and just go back to the original vehicle. We were too but, early. Um, in this I did. Season. I also <laughs> got to the tent and Disco was saying he wasn't going to eat dinner because he was so defeated, and um, I insisted, but I. <laughs> Once I, I made some ramen with chicken in it and stuff, and I would not allow him to have any of the food until he verbalized that it was a successful trip. <laughs> <laughs> the old bait and switch, Dilo, the old bait and switch. Because you wanted to post hole over those next two 11,000 foot high points? No, POD is actually the one that suggested we turn around. Oh. Mm -hmm. But I mean, you wanted to keep going. I wanted my I wanted to go over the high point down to the creek to camp, but I'm actually glad PUD said to turn around because it would have made the following day a lot more difficult because we would have had to come back up a thousand feet and then down through all that snow and then more up and down and blah, blah, yeah blah. like disco agreed that we needed to turn around and go back to the car and not do the other climbs the next day yeah. but he was like let's go over down to the other side and I was like. 
But then tomorrow we got to come back through the snow and it's going to be so hard. It's going to be even more. My legs are going to get cut off. Like, yeah. We have to come over here in the morning. Yeah, you needed shin guards, like soccer yeah. shin guards. And to... when you're post-hauling, your shoes get so wet. So it was like, let's just turn around now because if we oh, come yeah. back tomorrow. My shoe actually came, my foot came out of my shoe on one of the post holes. <laughs> and I had to, I had to like dig down and find it. And my, <laughs> I mean, I couldn't, at first I tried to just put my foot back in there and like wiggle it in i, I couldn't find, i had to dig my shoe out it's all this like crusty oh, like it's sharp like crust on the top yeah, and then it's like totally uh, yeah. Rotten. yeah. No. and then i got stuck nice. once. i got stuck next to like a little tiny tree like in a little tree well and i was like i could, i was like i can't ask for help he'll be so mad he's already mad at me about the snow i was I just gone gotta i know i was like i, I think i was a half out. mile in front of you i know point. i was like i gotta get out of this by myself so i had to dig myself out with my my trekking pole but yeah <laughs> he's so, like why is every hike with you so horrible why is there so much suffering it's true it's always t- a type three situation or situations <laughs> when i go hike with pod which is why we do separate hikes quite often no <laughs> No, so we did do so last weekend my trip report real quick we went out and maintained our section of the colorado trail um luckily for me in particular uh, chris from catabatic gear joined us along with pod's friend steph and we had 23 trees on our eight mile stretch of the ct and we cleared those trees off the trail and the trail is clear the coolest part of that that sunday though was we met a guy on a mountain bike who had just come up from twin lakes pedaled up the ridge and uh, we were just shooting the breeze i said hey man how old are you i thought it was 60 he's like oh i'm 75 75. yeah he was out mountain biking 75 years old Hmm. and like so we we fit we had like three more trees to clear we cleared the trees got back to the car down at um at the parking lot and like 20 minutes later he comes cruising in on his mountain bike and we waved him up because we were sitting under a sitting under a shade tree drinking a cool beer <laughs> and uh talk to this guy this guy's awesome 75 he's out there mountain biking and not just for like 10 minutes he was out there for a couple hours yeah is he a he local yeah. yeah he lived outside yeah. of bb outside of bb hmm. nice that was really also cool a great cat. trip because I didn't do any of the trail work. Yeah, POD wasn't allowed to do anything, so she just laid on the ground and dictated what we all did. Oh, yeah. oh that sounds like a really nice position you got. Yeah. <laughs> and did you get paid home. like <laughs> ten times as much as everyone else too? <laughs> yes, we got home and I was like, "Why are you so tired? I don't feel tired." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was I was whipped. What about you, Triple O? Did, have you uh, been to I've Weaver's Needle some, this month? I have not been to Weaver's Needle, but I did see Weaver's Needle while driving somewhere to Aravapa Canyon. Oh, you guys is, went to Aravapa? Yeah, we went to Aravapa for a weekend, two nights. Saw some javelinas. Yeah. Saw a Gila monster. Oh, you're kidding. It was a pretty successful trip. That's a um, rare thing to see a Gila monster. Yeah, I didn't actually see it hiking. I saw it driving down the road to Aravapa Canyon, but was it, was I, it, was it dead? Pretty cool. Was no, it dead? No, it was just no? crawling across yeah. the road. In fact, it happened literally 
30 seconds after I said, hey, it'd be really cool if we saw a Gila monster. And Tarlin was like, what's a Gila monster? And I said, it's this giant lizard that's like really cool looking. And then bam, Gila monster in the road. The monster. Yeah. Yeah, they I was look like, like, don't expect don't expect to see that every time you mention the Gila monster's name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so did you guys um, uh hike through Aravapa Canyon and get your feet wet and the whole thing? Yeah, we hiked. I mean, you know, it's like what a 10, 15 mile hike yeah. through the whole thing. Um we didn't go all the way to the far end because we weren't gonna we had to come back. So okay. and it's not like it's kind of repetitive you get in yeah. the, the experience is being in the in the canyon so mm-hmm. um but it was great couple nights they you know it's permit limited so there's not a ton of people down there um and uh we also spent some time in the grand canyon hiking around or really trying to run around i ran down and walked back up from the river on the wow. south rim which was exciting that's awesome um, man yeah, so it's been a good, just weekend trips, but good, good times. You hit some highlights in the last month for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds yeah. Good. No complaints. All right. Well, I've got an audio clip from, uh, it's actually another trip report, but it's from a guy who's doing a 5,000 mile hike from Key West to the top of Minnesota. Is this m and um, Who's that? Is that m ms <laughs> This would be Trail Show Reese's Podcast Reese's. Ambassador <laughs> Is this Mars Bar? Skittles Larson. Tic Tacs. Um, Starburst. Slim Jibs. Starbies. Jelly Bellies. You're, you're so Hot close. Hot tamales. You're so close. Um, um, Hershey's Kisses. Hey, Trail Show. This is Skittles. Uh, walking in the rain on the Buckeye Trail. Yeah. Buckeye Trail hasn't been the most exciting trail so far in the world. It's been all road walk and paved bike trail and the terrain unfortunately is about the most exciting thing that's happened so far it's really pooling up out here um but otherwise i guess the most exciting stuff that's happened to me more recently was when i was leaving kentucky i made up my own little route from the end of the sheltui trace to hook up with the buckeye trail and i went on this backcountry road that turned into an ATV mud bogging road that probably nobody ever uses except for a few ATV hikers and on the far side of the road when it came back out to where you could drive it again there was this house where you'd put a bunch of logs on the side of the road and cars and kind of just blocked up the road on his side and then walked up and there was a little black dog kind of sitting in the driveway that didn't look too scary uh, he barked at me and he kind of went back towards the house and they got closer or else and a bigger black dog came flying out of the house another dog followed it and four dogs came trotting around from the backyard and uh, all kind of came up and were surrounding me and the initial dog that I didn't think looked very scary came up and actually semi bit the side of my leg and it was a uh, pretty scary encounter the guy in the house finally came out and actually called the dogs off and they listened to him which i was extremely thankful for um i'd been hiking just with my uh little dog ultrasonic device and it's hard to use that when you have seven dogs it's probably hard to use pepper spray too but i 
since then have bought pepper spray <laughs> just in case I've actually been attacked by dogs again. It was fairly scary the next day or two when I was hiking roads and any time that dogs would be barking I was kind of jumping out of my skin and like oh crap but ever since then it's been been okay I did have two pit bulls that kind of came out on the road at me too so I wouldn't necessarily recommend the uh, Skittles version of the connector from the Sheltui Trace I did hear that they do have a long-term vision of connecting the two trails though so future snowbird hikers can maybe walk on official trail the whole way to connect the two and avoid that dog area that <laughs> I had um, otherwise things are going pretty good um, got I don't know 500 miles or so of what I think is going to be kind of unexciting hiking until I get to central Michigan and then it sounds like the trail picks up there and I'll be on good trail for quite a while so looking forward to that but trying not to get you know, too blot out <laughs> hiking this I have crossed over the halfway point on the Ohio River and oh, need a little thunder in the background too so I will get in touch with you again next month and hopefully maybe I'll be back on good trail by then Skittles wow it sounded more than a bit rainy there mm -hmm. <laughs> did not sound like he was going through the best section of the snowboard route no like getting attacked by a pack of dogs is... you gotta get out of Ohio man well I'm actually I'm looking at his um I get his uh, spot updates every night. He is within a stone's throw of the Michigan border tonight. So well, he needs to get up there. I bet you he'll be in Michigan in the next day or two at the at the latest. Yep. Well, Skittles always seems like he suffers, but is like takes it well. I don't oh, know. Yeah. Suffers <laughs> in silence, a, man. Suffers yep. with a smile on his face. Suffers yep. with a smile. Yep. <laughs> Well, uh, I don't think we had any mailbag items this month. So no, I'll tell we you do what, have some donors. We do have some donors, but let's take our last break. We'll come back. We'll do um, we'll do donors. And we've got a couple more hotline calls. And we've got Ask a Hiker with D-Lo. Apparently has 21 questions to see. Oh, God. How long is this show going to go on for? I don't know, man. It just keeps, <laughs> it keeps going and going and going. I got to go winterize my garden, man. <laughs> That's right. You got to get ready for the eight inch. No, I got to put like down a bunch of yogurt containers and put some fleece blankets over my plants. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. More landscaping tips. So we're back with the show. Hang on to your hat. The trail show is back. Beauty, did we have any donations? 
this past Ted, month. Ted, as I mentioned before, um, Lemuel has hey now. sent me once again some coffee. Olestra, excuse me. Thank you for that. It makes me very happy in the morning when I'm laying on my stomach with my gimpy back. All right, we've got our monthly donors. We've got Gummy Bear, Not Fuss, Pisco, Smoke It If You Got It, Dank, Cotton Mouth, Pinkerstein, Vermont, Bowl of Pasta as Big as Your Anniversary, Lost Balls, Quality, Vermont, The Weekend, Happy Birthday. Happy Birthday. The Hustler, The Bouncer, The Brute, What a Guy. Haggis Advict. I need it. (laughs) Not Tim. The Switch and the Big Meat Popsicle. Pecker Adequate. McNamara. Isu. Felipe. Geode. The Old Crusty Geode. Robin. Sheboygan Brewing. Die Bama Die. Merchant. Fun Dips. Sharps. Rosswater. Lemuel. Nuclear Farmer. Compass. Kill Bill, DMT, Yukon Phantom, The Hooch Robber, I need it. True Love, Iron Triangle, Pocket Protector, What a Guy, Terminator, Stingray, Maverick, Terminator. El Agador, Tangent, El Magnificente, Leocri, Flash, Fancy Mac, Jordan. and Swept Away. Wow. Now, if I missed you because I'm terrible with details, please reach out to me. Do we have any we'll... one-offs? Just uh, old Olestra sent me some, uh, Olestra? some oil fart coffee. It's delicious. Mm. <laughs> Sounds appetizing. They were, they were so excited about the those chips, too. Like, at the yeah. time, I remember all the marketing. They oh, were yeah. like, oh, these are like the best. They're like so much better for you. They help you lose weight. I had an overweight friend that, that went nuts on them, and she had to throw out her pants at work. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah. Because she lost so much weight? No. no. Because no. anal leakage. She soiled herself? Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh I, thought, my God. I thought the chips were so effective that you just <laughs> ate a bunch of Olester chips, and all of a sudden your waist started shrinking, and your pants no longer fit you. No, that's, that's not, not what, happened. what the problem was. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Yep. Okay. Well, um, we should do our last hotline calls then. <laughs> <laughs> this is Pisco sitting on the banks of Loch Ness, Scotland, in the Ooh. tiny but lovely town of Drumnola Drocket. I am uh, overlooking Urquhart Castle right now, waiting for my ferry to take me across the lock to start my fourth day of the TGO Challenge. Uh, it has been lovely weather the last two days. First day, very rainy, windy, uh, winds upwards of 50, 60 miles an hour. Uh, typical Scottish weather for May. Hope you're all doing well. Uh, I have about 60 miles down and about another 140 miles to go. Uh, I will try to check in uh, perhaps later on down the trail. Ciao, trail show. Wow, that's that's such a callback. So um, trail show historians may recall that we had Pisco on trail show number 77 way back in November of 2018 to talk about 
hiking the TGO challenge, which, what did he say? He's on his fourth go of the TGO now? Fourth day, I think, of this TGO. Fourth day of this iteration. Yeah, he's done, I think he's done the TGO challenge more than anyone I know personally. Um, well, I know there's people that do it every year, so maybe he's one of those people now. Yeah. And to, to round up our hotline calls, we're going to the well. Hey, now, news from the trail, if you will. Oh. Piglet and Peanut made it from a trailhead all the way to the summit of a mountain <gasps> under their own accord. What? Therefore, their sweats did not have to carry two children up said mountain. And those little people do us proud. What are you girls doing up here, I would say? <laughs> but they represent three and a half, two and a half. Get out of their way. Anywho, peace and love, peace and love. We might be heading close to something you all inquired of. So we'll see if we do. Any hooch. Peace and love, peace and love. Be well. Hi, this is Stuff Broad reporting live from the Orange Cat Cafe. <laughs> we almost just lost Peanut off the table right now. She's okay. We tried the cinnamon roll and Bearcoats didn't try it because he can't eat eggs, but I can, and I'm uniquely qualified to weigh in on this debate because not only am I a thru-hiker, I also used to run my own cafe where I'd make cinnamon rolls on the weekends, and people told me they were pretty good. So I will say that the Tahitian one is better than the Orange Cat Cafe uh -huh. one. And we're also just debating if Kingfield is actually a trail town or not, given its distance from the AT. Uh... All right, that's pretty much it. I'm going to make sure that all the kids are still doing okay. Bearsweat is giving Clover a bottle right now, and somebody needs a fork. So talk to you later. Bye. <laughs> wow, that sounded a little busy. D'Lo, yes. can, uh, can you give us some perspective there? We heard kids screaming. We don't know okay. anything about that. It will be better in six years. <laughs> <laughs> so only six years. That's not a long time. Hang on and survive. Six years. So it'll be amazing. They went to the Orange Cat Cafe. That was their homework. From yeah, they did months it. Ago. And great. it sounds like it did not surpass the Stahican Bakery. Which right. is fair. I mean, that's a high yeah. mountain. That's yeah. a high mark, sure. man. So it's true. It doesn't mean the Orange Cat Cafe is not great. It just means That's true. it's not it doesn't. the best. Any more hotlines? That's it for the hotline. Wow. Chosen really Nation delivered. All the calls. Yeah, yeah, that was great. They came out in mass tonight, and we, we do appreciate it. With that, we're coming down to our, our last and favorite segment of the evening. It's Ask a Hiker with uh, Mike DiLorenzo. DiLo, did you get any questions this evening? No. Okay. Oh wait, I actually what? no, I did. I, I did, yeah. Oh wait, I'm sorry. Is it my turn? Did you just say ask a hiker with D? Ask a hiker with Mike. Uh, I'm Dilo. totally sorry. I'm just like fixated on winterizing my garden, which needs to get done tonight because Ooh. we're gonna get like a ton of snow and it's gonna be like the temperature is gonna drop significantly tomorrow and I need to be prepared for all this stuff. So it's like a big deal for me, you know what I mean? Dude, so you like, have kids, put them to work. Yeah, put they, put Leo to work. Yeah. No, they were no they, the they, point they, of they would kill my plants yeah. if they tried to go out there with yogurt containers and salvage them. 
Don't okay. let what are we doing? Confidence get people out of doing chores. That's right. What are we doing? Are we That's talking how about men get out of everything? Yeah. Don't teach them that. Milo, did you get any questions from the belted kingfisher? I did. Whoa. Question number one comes from the belted kingfisher. The belted kingfisher actually gave us two questions Ooh. tonight. Is he related to the puffco budsy? I don't know. We'll have to have the belted kingfisher call in to the hotline to let us know his relationship to the who? Carrie Puffco. Fisher. <laughs> what? Where? All right, what's the first question? I don't know uh, what happened. What are we talking about? We're talking about Carrie Fisher. I thought this was Ask a Hiker. Oh, sorry. Belted King. Well, first we got to get a hiker. Can we find a hiker to ask? <laughs> Do we ask the hiker? How does this, we've only been doing this 10 years. How does this work? I don't know, man. I think I have, I think my, my gummy worms are kicking in. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, after the Gunjarnival, I'm not surprised, yeah. man. All right. You know. Here we go with question number one. For Dear Trail Leia. Show. What? No. Princess Leia asked. No, it's the belted kingfisher. I'm, Can I'm I so just complete God, please. Goodness. I'm gonna mute myself. Please do it. <laughs> question number one. Dear Trail Show, the more miles under my feet, the more I dislike the term hiker trash. Thoughts? Eagerly awaiting your answer, but unfortunately, I never listened to the trail show. The belted kingfisher. I've heard other people say they don't yeah. like that term because it. I have too. It's like kind of promotes this like we're kind of trashy, gross people in town, and you know. We can trash up know. any public space yeah. we want. We can make it gross. Yeah, I've waffled on. I've waffled on the term. Like I understand the sentiment behind people mm -hmm. not stoked on i don't know here's the thing though like hiker trash that term means different things to different hikers yeah. totally. you know for some people it does mean like i'm gonna go plop down in the middle of the post office floor and pull everything <laughs> out of my backpack while there's like people <laughs> walking by on their lunch break trying to mail letters like okay and cut my toenails yeah and cut my toenails on the post office floor Okay. And then there's other people that are just like, they embrace it more from afar. It's just like, it's a lifestyle. It's, well, but, but, and, but, but and it, think, it's a lifestyle of long distance hiking. It's yes. not, it's not the trashing up the public spaces it, part. Of to me, year. it's more like about letting go of some rules and norms that you have to live by when you live in the, the workaday world society. Right. So when you're Hiker trash, you're like, I'm going to put my rain pants on and do my laundry. Like, yeah. that's what I got to wear. And I'm going to hang out in the laundromat, my rain pants and my raincoat. You know, it's better than being nude. And and I'm going to be, I'm going to go, you know, seven days at a time on the reg without a shower. Like, you know, it's like kind of, I think, I think the other, you know, side of that term is I'm going to be okay with not following the norms because I'm not in society. I'm out in the woods. Right. So. What about hikers that get back from the trail and still try to continue the the Ugh. lack of hygiene? And then this is they, a problem. They come over to your house and like uh, pretend they're still on trail. Like what? What do you do there, Beauty? I don't know. Ask them to leave. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what I did at Triple O's house after. Um, True. I was hiking on the muggy on rim trail. I just like, 
you know, no shower, just like dumped all my gear and filth all over his. I don't know why you wouldn't take a shower, man. Why wouldn't you just shower like (laughs) every chance you got? You know, like hey, (laughs) I can take a shower. Can I shower again? Do you mind? Do you have soap? Can I use your shampoo? Can I take another shower? Like, why wouldn't you do that? I don't know. It's a badge of honor for some people for some reason. Hmm. Seems strange. Yeah, but I anyway. agree. There is that line. There's like a weird, there's a line in there between like, I'm comfortable with it. And then I'm comfortable with like making other people uncomfortable. Right. Mm. <laughs> you need to like not slide so far to the other side. I don't know yeah. if we really got an answer to that, but that's okay. We discussed yeah. it. We shared yes. our thoughts. Yeah. Moving on. Question number two from the belted kingfisher. Dear trail show, what's the best way for a hiker to keep on top of the weather and snow conditions? Do you have any recommended websites or apps that you use? For example, I leave town and the weather looks good for the next few days, but that afternoon I'm drenched in thunderstorms. Where did they come from? How could I have seen them coming and hunkered down for an hour or two while it rained and then continued my hike once they passed? Also, how can I be aware of snow depth? Again, I'm heading from a desert section into high mountains. How do I know how much snow to expect and where to expect it? Thoughts? Again, eagerly awaiting your answer. Maybe I'll even listen to the show. Well, if you look up in the sky, you can usually see a thunderstorm coming. So I would say eyeballs are probably your first avenue for predicting weather. What if you're, what if you're one of like, one of the things that I find myself doing is like, especially if I'm not ready to stop for the day is like, I want to wait out the storm, right? Like, it's like, all right, here comes the storm. It's gonna, I know it's going to move by me. How long is it going to take to blow by me? Like, should I put up a tent? Should I just hide under a tree? Like, should I cook dinner now and then hike two hours later? Like, how do you know that? Well, you know, I think a lot of people know how to use like NOAA and Windy and those weather websites that can give you really detailed forecast information up to the hour. And before you leave town, you can still get a pretty good idea of what it's going to look like, you know? Um, But yeah, to your question, like, I know Disco and I have been in those situations, like sometimes we're like hiding under a tree with our umbrellas. And then you're like, hmm, I should have put the tent up you know Mm. and then other times you're like i mean if you have an easy to put up tent you're pretty skilled at it it's not a big deal to just put up your tent to wait out a storm and then you're like man i'm gonna take a nap in here you know this is your wheelhouse man you work for a company that has a website that does oh i didn't i I, I didn't want to actually bring that into the okay i was gonna ask you like i was curious about yeah, I mean, well, I mean, honestly, like if you have cell phone reception, you can get some radar on there and like see how things are moving. And then like you can be like, all right, it's moving out. It's not moving out. But then, you know, if you don't have cell phone reception, then you're kind of at the um, mercy of God, if you will. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, what about, you know, garment? You're at the mercy of God, POD. the mercy of Sometimes you just have to let it go. You just have to yeah. be like, I hope, I hope this will pass, you know, or you, you just make your decision and you live yeah. with it. I put yeah. on my tent, the rain stopped in 10 minutes. Oh, well, yeah. I'll goes. pack it up yeah. and I'll keep hiking. Yeah. I mean, that's like you said, the you, excitement yeah. of yes. being out there is just throwing yourself into the world mm-hmm. and looking at the sky and wondering and not being sure. 
And then here, but the second point is a little bit less dynamic and more static, right? It's like, I'm heading up, coming out of the desert. I'm heading up into the high peaks. Where is the snow? How deep is it? Hmm. I just look at where POD's shins are bleeding. Yeah, look for blood in the (laughs) snow (laughs) and then turn around. (laughs) Turn around. Uh, You know, one thing, one website you can use is Peak Bagger. Because mm-hmm. you can find peaks all over the place, all over the world, really. But um, if you're in the U.S. specifically, a lot of people use that app, and you could look to see in the area that you're going, are there any recent reports? Like when I was looking at hiking for two weekends ago, I was looking at the 14 on 14ers.com. I was looking at the 14ers in that area to see what people were saying about snow levels. Mm. Not because I was going to go up one of those 14ers, but just to get a sense of where's mm. the snow line. Is it trenched out? Are people going out there yet? You know, that sort of thing. Yeah, I think that's a really good tip. I also do that with all trails because mm-hmm. they often have trip like people's yeah. reviews that tell you. Look, I mean, it's not so great with past years sometimes, but sometimes you can at least get a sense for like, okay, in February, people do not right. go on this trail. Ever. Right, and you can be like, okay, people were up here in April last year and it's drier this year. So, yeah, you know. What it's if you have a Garmin InReach Mini on your person? Well, Can that's not going to tell you the snow levels, but it will tell you a spot forecast. A spot forecast via satellite connection anywhere right. you're at for the most yep. part? Yep. Is that cheating? I mean, once you start saying things are cheating, you're, you're going to go down a rabbit hole of things, you know? You know, I bowl cheating two-handed who? and people yeah. say I'm cheating and that's horse. Oh, God, here we go. I, I happen to be looking at a website I haven't looked at in many, many years. It's called postholer.com. Ah. And they actually have some really nice snow cover maps here on postholer.com, which can, sh- like, which if I were, let's say I was leaving Chama, New Mexico tomorrow, fleeing the fires in New Mexico, I would notice that I am about to walk through Snowpack's trail for the next. 150 miles <laughs> at oh least if i had to take a guess if i had to take oh, a guess man. i would say i would not see snow free trail until route 149 in colorado which is is that um, that's like, like Cochitopa uh, hills or is that no that's before the Cochitopa hills that's Creed? like what is that snow mesa right that's like right before oh. snow mesa Whatever that pass is right before Spring Creek Pass. Yeah. Yeah. So there ain't no snow free trail until you get to the high, oh man, high grasslands. You know, and and so I would look at that and I would say, maybe I'm not going to hike that stretch of trail right now. So those kind of maps are super useful. (laughs) Those maps are super useful. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, hopefully we gave that, uh, we gave uh, the king, the belted kingfisher some information on resources. He, that person yeah. could use you know there it is and the weather thing like you just gotta look it up the best you can when you have service mm-hmm. and then you just you just gotta and make decisions get, and, and then sometimes it. you just gotta hang tight you just gotta yes. be like yep. i'm not going up there i'll die exactly so i'm gonna hang under this tree and then yeah. you fall asleep and you wake up and it's sunny and you keep hiking yeah exactly. i mean a lot of apps if you have connectivity you can get almost real-time weather but radar. what if you don't man i'm talking about when you're in the wild man when you're you just really gotta out hunker there, down man, man. hunker know. down you just don't know i think that happen. when you're out there for a while you do start to get a sense of the weather mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. on a through hike i don't know I, I i feel like i'm more in touch with it after about a two or three weeks out there mm-hmm. 
Totally. Mm. All right, folks. Well, with that, this is the part of the show where the show is over. And we want to this thank is the Indy? Part, of, part of show where D'Lo goes to winterize his garden. Buy headlamp. Get yogurt containers ready. Yep. You got to put antifreeze in your sprinkler lines, D'Lo. There you yeah. go. <laughs> and then you have to like evacuate that out in two days. So, um, thanks to everyone for tuning in today. Big thanks goes to John Z for talking to us about his hike of the Death Valley Loop. We've got a link to his YouTube video on the DVL on our link tree, so check it out. Many thanks to all our hotline callers. You too can be an audio superstar. All you have to do is call the hotline at 720-893-2269. Big thanks goes to Skittles for giving us another update from his Snowbird 5000. Keep on trucking, Skittles. And finally, thanks to you, all of our Trail Show listeners. Trail Show Nation is everywhere you go. Thank you so much for supporting us for 10 years and for participating in making the Trail Show what it has become. Sometimes we are on social media at Twitter, Trail Show, on Instagram and Facebook at The Trail Show. We are on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else you download your favorite shows. Another trail show is coming gone, but don't fret. We'll be back in June for our annual summer solstice, solstacular, where we'll be getting up early and staying up late to max out the longest day of sunshine, which of course is guaranteed to be full of beers, trails, and nonsense. Until then, I'd like to leave you with some words from the late Edward Abbey. May your trails be crooked winding, lonesome, dangerous, leading to the most amazing views. May your mountains rise into and above the clouds. For POD, D-Lo, Triple O, and John Z, and P-Mags, I'm Disco. Ciao. Nice. Ten years. Ten years, Ten you years. are. Amazing. Diez años. Diez Longer años. than most marriages. Triple O says. Yeah. So what's the 8.2 or 8.3 years is the average span of a marriage in the US. Cool. So, so it's like been, well above that. We've been married longer here at the trail show than most couples are. Yeah. Wow. That's correct. We've made D- it. Dilo, go put antifreeze in those irrigation lines, man. Whatever, man. <laughs> Get off my island. <laughs> I never, ever listened to that stupid trail show, and I would never, ever, ever recommend an episode to that Buffalo Jack Wagon, my hiking partner, Slack. Kind of the running joke was that this was supposed to be a pleasure cruise. I never listened to the trail show. I've never even heard of it. Sitting under a shade tree drinking a cool beer. Any hooch. The man or beast that I run from ain't been born, and his mama's already dead. I ain't running from nothing. I never have in my whole life, and I ain't gonna start now. So that's your backpack, huh?
<laughs> You've had it for years and it's never let you down. Yeah, your old backpack is good enough, right? Wrong! Get on the track! You have reached a number that has been disconnected. You have one saved message. Message one. Yeah, I'd like to complain a little bit about the uh, the, um, the, 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 the 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 trail show not not coming online.